I have two words for you, predator drones. You will never see it coming. I think I'm joking. Drones are being used in drone strikes, and I support that entirely and feel the president was right. There's a reason why we shouldn't be using drones. It's because we don't just take out the target. We take out a lot of innocent civilians in these countries where these drones attack. But this is basically blowing up in our faces. We've seen the blowback all across the Middle East. What if our foreign policy of the past century is deeply flawed and has not served our national security interests? I hate categories. Categories okay if you're going to grocery store, but for me, the category screwed a lot of people up. We'll make everything metal. Blacker than the blackest black times infinity. Thought Radio, San Diego's source for heavy metal and other genres that are ignored by mainstream radio. San Diego's only libertarian talk show in a conservative-dominated market. More hard-hitting journalism than even the professionals themselves. Free Thought Radio. Free speech. Free expression. Yeah. Free snow call. Only on KKSM Oceanside, AM 1320. The Radio Revolution. Podcast airing on LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network. As it applies to you and me, our country is free. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Free Thought Radio. I'm your host, Alex Fiddle, here at freethoughtmedia.org, live Mondays, 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on KKSM Oceanside, AM 1320, The Radio Revolution as well as podcasting on LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network, throughout the weekend on iTunes. A few weeks ago, I volunteered to help out uh, with the local Veterans for Peace, uh, which is an organization I like very much. helps keep the flame of the anti-war movement alive uh, peacefully and uh, are very, very effective at it. But uh, in addition to advocating for peace, they have a program where they... Uh, go and pass out sleeping bags to San Diego's homeless population. Um, so I volunteered to do to help them out with that one night, and uh, it, it was it was definitely an experience. And um, I got to interview a few of the members there that were more uh, in tune with it, of course, in charge of it uh, than I was, just as uh, someone helping out. But um, here's what they had to say about you know this whole situation, you know the experience, and how uh, people can help them do the thing because it does require. Uh, of course, uh, funding for those sleeping bags, but it's a it's a very uh, interesting campaign, and I, I I definitely enjoyed helping out with them a whole lot. I'm sure the people that were recipients of those enjoyed it a whole lot because it definitely makes all the difference in the world. I'm here with Gil Field and Stan Levin of San Diego Chapter of Veterans for Peace, and the three of us had just uh, participated in the this VFP chapters what is known as the compassion campaign where they go and they pass out uh, sleeping bags to uh, the homeless population of San Diego, people who are sleeping on on concrete and often have nothing comfortable to lay on. Gil and and Stan, welcome to the program. Thank you. Hi, everybody. So, uh, briefly, Gil first, and then Stan second. What's your guys' uh, military and service background? Uh, I was in the Coast Guard between 1970 and 1974. Um, 
After that, I worked for the Navy for 32 years as a civilian employee and retired in 2006. I was in the Navy from 1950 to 1954 and did two combat tours two winters in a row, 1951-1952. So uh, what started the Compassion Campaign uh, for the San Diego chapter of Veterans for Peace? Back in December of 2010, we hooked up with some homeless veterans downtown who told us that they needed three things. They needed a sleeping bag, a stuff sack, and a poncho to make their life much, much more uh, livable on the streets of downtown. So we took it as a challenge and we tried to raise $3,000 to buy 100 sets of sleeping bag sets. A sleeping bag set consists of a sleeping bag, a stuff sack, and a poncho. Having, having talked to Big Five, one of the local uh, sporting goods places, and uh, we were amazed at, number one, the conditions downtown, number two, the generosity of the public to send us uh, money uh, to, to buy these sleeping bags, and so we reached our $3,000 goal rather quickly and decided to just keep it, keep it up as long as the money would keep coming in. I just I just got into this this part of our activities uh, very recently, and tonight was just my second time out on the street. Tonight tonight was my first time, and it's certainly it, it was an experience you know unto itself. Um, and Gil, you've been leading this for quite some time. What what are the experiences, the takeaways you get from it? Oh boy. Um individual people that you meet uh, tucking a 60 tucking a 75 or 80 year old lady in a sleeping bag in when it was 38 degrees one night uh, the the elderly people that are on the street the very young people that are on the street the people in wheelchairs that are on the street it's just it never never amazes never never ceases to amaze how many people are on the street and from all walks of life, the, the brand new homeless, we ran into a couple of people tonight. I believe that uh, Stan said had been on the street. Stan, uh, you met you met a lady tonight that came from Vermont. This is her first night on the street here? Yes, this was her first night and there were other people with her, but they weren't there at the time. Right. This is her first night on the street. We met several other people. I think one, uh, the, the couple uh, laying uh, there under the overpass they had been you said 11 days yeah they're the, the one couple was there for 11 days thankfully that there was uh, either the church group or the uh, other the other uh, place down the street that was able to give them food which was very very good but we they were just laying on a on a sheet uh, with like kind of like a blanket but giving them sleeping bags you know definitely helps them make it more way more comfortable and and you know, thus way more easier. What's your What's your general takeaway from your experiences? I haven't had enough experience to have a takeaway, but I I just like uh, talking with them. They they have no one that really talks with them or listens to them, and uh, once they get over whatever little fear they might have of, of you, they they tend to open up and tell you about themselves that's that's very rewarding and everyone's got a story it gives a person it gives a person a really good feeling to help another human being like this everyone should try to help another person 
Oh yeah, and, and certainly just in general, we we don't often make eye contact with even people amongst ourselves, and, and you know, once we start to open up and communicate with another, it could make another person's day pretty good, especially if you know they might be down and out. Communication helps. What, what do you what do you think about that? I think it's it's amazing how many homeless people just want to talk to you. They just want to talk to you about almost anything. They'll talk to you about their life story, where they've been, how their day's going. But they, they really feel the need to talk to somebody from the outside world, the regular world. But they tend to be non-persons, and people yes. people pretend they're not even there. So if someone comes along and is willing to chat with them for a, a few minutes, they, they really appreciate that. It helps them out a lot. It helps you, too. Yes, it does. Um, we continue to, I'm going to put the pitch in, we continue to solicit donations. We have a website, www.sdvfp, San Diego Veterans for Peace, .org. Um, we, have, we have a uh, person, that our, our treasurer, would love to receive checks. We have, we have raised and spent a little over $40,000. Our goal originally was $3,000. We've raised and spent a little over $40,000. And tonight we put uh, sleeping bag set 1,651 through 1,666. 67. Yes, so we'll, we'll yeah. soon have 1,700 sleeping bag sets. We're generous, but we don't know math. Yes, we don't know math. <laughs> The average individual donation to, to go for one person is around thirty bucks. Yeah, right? we, we we have our in our in our flyers we ask for thirty three dollars whenever we when we started doing this that was the cost of a uh, uh, complete set. The, the sets range in price from thirty to thirty five dollars depending upon time of the year, and uh, so so we depending upon time of the year uh, the cost the cost of sleeping bags seem to fluctuate a little bit. Uh, we run between thirty and thirty-five dollars for a complete set. Uh, many people give us thirty or thirty-five dollars. That seems to be a very popular donation amount. It's affordable. It buys one complete set. Um, other people have given us. You know, we've received sixty-six dollars, ninety-nine dollars. We've received uh, a couple of nice donations of five hundred, a couple of it at a thousand dollars. But most of our donations are, I would say, typical is thirty-three dollars or in that ballpark and some people give us ten dollars or five dollars or two dollars definitely i i personally think that even you know making one person's life a little little easier is is all that much more a difference i mean just me personally i just been you know imagining myself in their situation the entire time and you know one person's situation you know is is that powerful that's very true very true and we see uh, Alex, our interviewer here, is a young man, but we see people his age on the street. We've seen, I've seen, I've seen 18-year-old couples down there. We've given sleeping bags to 18-year-old couples who presumably ran away from something, a bad, bad family or something. They're out on the street and they're 18 years old. It's astonishing. Definitely. Do you have any final thoughts? Well, yeah, we 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 we're going to keep doing this indefinitely. Uh, like I say, we we're up into 1,700 sleeping bag sets, having raised 40, raised and spent. Uh, I, I, at one point, I said we had raised forty thousand dollars, and people said, "Well, what are you going to spend it?" Well, I said, "It's gone." You know, as soon as we get uh, enough money to buy fifty sets, which is the minimum order from the Coleman Company, we buy all our gear from the Coleman Company at less than half price. 
they pay the tax, they pay the freight. So we're, we're indebted to the Coleman Company for their generosity. But um, as soon as we get in at $1,500, we order uh, generally 50 sets, and they come in and we distribute them as, as quickly as we can. Uh, but we do need uh, constant donations to keep, keep the program going. Uh, we need donations more in the summer than we do in the winter because people seem to be generous. When it gets cold and rainy, they feel more generous and more, more likely to give. Uh, our summer months, are, uh, donations are much more scarce, but people continue to need sleeping bags in the summer uh, nearly as much as they do in the winter. So if you, if, if you can donate in the summer, we'd appreciate it. Definitely. And again, for our listeners, it is sdvfp.org. And uh, you can donate uh, there for even just one individual for a sleeping bag. So, Gil, thank you for what you guys are doing uh, with the Compassion Campaign. And thank you for joining the program. Thank you very much for having us. And if you missed any part of the episode, the podcast will be up on iTunes tomorrow. You could search for Free Thought and look for Free Thought AAC. Um, as well as on lrn.fm. And again, if you want to help out with uh, their compassion campaign, giving out sleeping bags to San Diego's homeless, it's sdvfp.org. And I think it's you know, a better, very good thing to do. And if, if you're involved with them, uh, ask them to, to take a trip out. It's a very, it's a very moving experience. Um, definitely puts things into perspective. Um, things are definitely getting harder, and from you know the their perspective as, as veterans, you know they're con- the government's continuing to slash veterans' benefits for people who have actually you know put their lives on the line and, and should actually expect something in, in the contract, but they're ready to throw people into new wars, and then what what happens to their pay when they get out? And the dollar is not so good as it is now. I mean, it's it's on a steady downward path, and no wonder everything's so hard. The economy's constricting rather than expanding um and and it just makes everything harder when food and energy costs go up because someone's running a printing press very very much often and you know the the wealth gap that that creates uh, the lack of economic freedom that it creates the lack of ability to for other people to help out other people that it creates because you have to focus on yourself and costs and inflation is going up. You can't help out your neighbors. Uh, people aren't even allowed to grow their own food, you know, uh, to to increase the food supply. Uh, we heard back in the day during, uh, you know, the ages of, uh, in the early 1900s, uh, that so quote-unquote family farms were saying, oh, we need to put price controls on, on produce or, uh, and, and, uh, and farming in order to sort of save the American farmer, but it really, when there's a lack of farming, there's a lack of food supply, and the more food supply, the better. That's really uh, the early onset of corporatism, uh, with these big conglomerates giving uh, sob stories, calling themselves family farmers, so that they can collude and make it so that you need them in order to survive. You can't grow for yourself. Uh, you can't, you know, be free and independent. And uh, you ha- you can't farm for yourself because that's under violation of interstate commerce. And they can na- it's they don't nab everybody uh, with a few chili plants in their backyard or potatoes or, but they can, and certainly not with Monsanto. And you know if uh, pollen crosses your airways and contaminates your food, oh now you're subject to a patent violation. And real family farmers have gotten sued because they've had that patent forced upon them uh, 
and then they end up committing suicide. So yes, the economic situation is becoming dwindling for people like farmers or average people that wind up on the streets, including veterans who find their pay being cut because they'd definitely be spending it on the war machine and increasing new wars, but they want to spend it on the actual people that have already fought for them and promise that they've promised everything to, that they're now uh, going back on those promises for. So it definitely hurts a lot of people as well as uh, money printing and uh, you know the the pyramid scheme of, of the, the central banking system that we have makes everybody poorer at the at the benefit of a certain group of few people at the very very top um, who have this monopoly on currency and make us all fight for the dollar that's currently devaluing while they rob the value out of our pockets with inflation where does that value go it goes to pay for wars that make other people even poorer. In, in, in other countries, there's nothing more to create poverty faster than war. And whether in un- other countries with just the destruction of, of things and, and you know, the taking of their resources, causing destabilization, uh, inciting uh, sectarian violence and everything like that to, you know, the money printing that it causes here, the, the troops that we neglect with their pay over here uh, by cutting theirs, but we won't cut Congress's pay. Uh, it, it's 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 just kind of like a bit of a, a twilight zone thing that that so many people are are put out on the streets by uh, because of this system, um, but it, it's eventually going to come down. I think that people will overcome it, and we'll, we won't have to use their monopoly currency anymore. We'll be able to use something that doesn't have its value consistently robbed to pay for wars that makes other countries poor uh, and. You know, to steal their resources and everything like that, and, and then what, the people that fight those wars uh, of uh, uh, corporate interests come home and they find out that they're not going to get paid what they were promised because, you know, the dollar is not worth anything anymore, and that, that Congress is just cutting uh, things that they promised to people rather than the real elephants in the room, like uh, like the warfare state or the overbloated entitlement state, everything like that that doesn't help out anybody uh it's just scraps off the table while corporations get the biggest amount of welfare and and just governments and bureaucracies like nsa and homeland security get all the money to do all this stuff while we're all fleeced so i i it really i think it is incumbent upon us to help out those that are in need with what we can right now even if it's just talking to somebody uh, making their day better psychologically um and I want to play a song that, that I, I think uh, plays into this. It's a band uh, that was around in the 80s, but wrote a, a lot of really prophetic songs uh, about what's going on today in regards to, you know, their first album was titled World, world Circus about, you know, uh, the world uh, war machine. And then also a, another album called Think This about the media and, and uh, their their lives. Um so th- this one that they played when they played over in Holland, they said it, it was about the homeless. So this one is called 47 Seconds of Sanity, Count Your Blessings by the band Toxic, and, it, and it's spelled with a K, and it starts off with a really awesome solo. Uh, so we'll be back after this in a commercial break. You're listening to KKSM AM 1320, the Radio Revolution, and LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network. Count Your Blessings by Toxic, spelled with a K. Be right back, guys. 
part of the Radio Revolution, KKSM. Hi, I'm Derek J. I don't want a politician to represent me. To me, government is the idea that one group of people can coerce everyone to comply with an edict or face increasing punishments up to and including death. Despite perhaps the most noble of intentions, the best government services are a far cry from what could be provided for by voluntary interactions. Besides, the people who call themselves the government wage wars and put peaceful people in jail for crimes involving no victims. If Starbucks used some of its money to drop bombs, I wouldn't shop there. So why would I support the American empire? The empire does not require my consent. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. You can order your copy of the Director's Cut DVD now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. Aren't you tired of governments murdering people around the world? Well, stop using their money. There's an alternative. Bitcoin is a stateless, free market, non-political currency. Bitcoin cannot be inflated or controlled by any government. And by using their money, you're helping the state. Stop doing it. You have an incredible alternative available now. Learn it. Use it. Spread it. Get started with Bitcoin at WeUseCoins.com. That's WeUseCoins.com. Free Talk Live. That's all libertarians are saying is let's stop the violence. And really, when you put it in those terms, it sounds kind of liberal. Let's stop the violence. Sure, right? it's, a, it's a movement about peace and personal responsibility. It could very easily sound like, uh, when you use the word peace, sounds liberal. You know? Right. So if the first libertarian you ever meet or hear on the radio is just talking about making government smaller, I can totally understand why you would get confused and think that it, you know, just a bunch of ultra-right wingers. That's one of the reasons why I kind of shy away from labeling myself that way. Often we get terms like radical used towards us, mm-hmm. but uh, radical, really? Peace, personal responsibility, voluntary interaction between individuals? That's radical? I'll tell you what's radical. Radicals using a gun and a bunch of guys in, in armored suits with helmets to enforce your will on people. Free Talk Live, seven nights a week from 7 to 10 Eastern, live on the Liberty Radio Network at lrn.fm. The federal government would like to remind you that while some will tell you to think for yourself, this is not necessary as we have taken care of this for you. Simply pledge allegiance to those who keep you safe and avoid dangerous behavior, worst of which, questioning authority. How long do you want to live in blissful ignorance while each day the state assumes more power over you and your stuff? Do you remember signing off on that? Or do you accept it because it is what it is? I'm sure it feels real nice to tune out, hang out at the mall with your BFFs, and if you have a problem, just vote for the other power-hungry political party for your solutions. I don't have the luxury because one day I found something out. I own myself. And you know what useful thing is in there? My brain! The state can keep trying to tell you what to do from the barrel of a gun, but it's up to you to decide who controls your thoughts. Free your mind from the status quo. It's the first step towards reclaiming your liberty. Ah, well, you got us there. Listen to Cody O'Connor's Off the Air Live every Thursday and Saturday night at 10 Eastern. It's dangerous, hilarious, and live on LRN. What does freedom mean? Tune in to LRN.FM to find out. LRN.FM is the Liberty Radio Network. A collection of live talk radio and podcasts, all coming from a principled pro-liberty perspective. LRN.FM show hosts aren't left, right, or conspiracy kooks. You can tune in 24-7 to LRN.FM via your phone, computer, satellite, and more. Listen free anytime at LRN.FM. That's LRN.FM. Take care, Sam. 
Hell by Nuclear Assault, and of course, before that, you heard Count Your Blessings by Toxic, and that's spelled with a K, and they're doing some new stuff, but it is around that time, 6.30, time for the news, and this special, uh, I usually play some uh, news podcasts from LRN.FM, but I discovered a new uh, news podcast that a few of them have to do with this Orwellian surveillance state that we have, so this is from the Juice Media at YouTube.com, this is the rap news and this one's called big brother is www watching you <laughs> featuring george orwell take it away welcome back 
Legend Edison's to this newest edition in Juice Media series of rap news journalism with me, Robert Foster. This evening we're actively delving in depth to facts which affect all of us who dwell on this internet. And we've got to give a special welcome to all the ladies and agents from the NSA, ACO, MI5. Glad you're listening in, because today's show is all about surveillance and how it's spreading from the streets into our modems. As we speak, laws are being tacitly written in to implement ways of controlling the expanse of this internet to keep us safe, we're told. But from whom? And will this place ever be the same if these plans go through? To find out, we connect with our first guest to comment on the matter. We're live at the Penopticon with General Baxter. General? Son. Good to have you back again with us. Explain why the state is spying on us. My fellow Oceanians, as you know, we've always been at war with Eurasia. Or is it East Asia? Either way, it's war and we need division to wage it. But now the proles are connecting online bypassing these illusory divisions of race, religion, and nationality. Sounds grand to me. It's a catastrophe. Centuries of hard work are being undone. Profits are vanishing. And it's due to the internet. It's empowering humanity. We need to get this snafu under control rapidly. How? Behold the latest weapon in the war of terror. Our greatest invention since 9-11. Guaranteed to keep us free and safe forever. I give you the surveillance state, ladies and generals. Our secret wires log your key style. Monitor every single number on your speed dial. Rewind straight to your position with facial recognition and pinpoint you within point oh three of a mile. We put eyes everywhere without consulting you. Keeping you safe whether or not you want us to. Soon there'll be no freedoms left for threatening. Then we'll have won the war. Take that terrorism. Brilliant. Thank you, General. We now interview our resident guru, Terence Moonseed, for a different view. Greetings. How does this situation look? I have one word for you, Robert. Double plus I'm good. The world populace of 7.4 billion are all headed in the direction of Orwellian totalitarian oblivion. My voice is hoarse yelling about stellar winds, cold chilling them and trap wire weaving through the world wide web we all dwelling in. Face it, the all-seeing eyes in all of our Facebooks like a virus. And in these iPhones with Siri, or should I say Iris. Next in line is RFID devices and mind chips triggered by chemtrails the plague spray the sky with. This time it's too far Check out the base they're building in Utah Where they'll be storing all your data for over a century It's bar. And under the outback is an entire tunnel of wires An echelon base called Pine Gap To hijack our mother Gaia Hey, maybe your mother's gayer Boo-hoo Why didn't you just kill yourself like most of your troops do? That's it Now you're on the cast iron list Hang on, General Why weren't we informed about this? Sorry we didn't tell you about our grand plan before It was meant to be a surprise Under wraps and in store But some spoil sports had to go and ruin it for all By blowing whistles in spite of the damn law. Bill, Benny, and Thomas Drake are trailblazers for leaking these tactics. Hey, civil liberty activists, uh, activists, this is all legal. Anything we do now actually is. How did you can't question my authority. Thanks to this. And that shit's global, people. In Australia, it's now legal for the government to store all SMSs, searches, and emails. Australians, it's taking place under your nose. Unless you wake up, all your data are belong to ACO. Come on, everyone knows. You can trust the government now. If you've got nothing to hide, you've got nothing to worry about. That might be the case with things that are happening now, but most people agree with most of the laws that are being handed down But once the Illuminati reveal their agenda for you This surveillance will enforce laws you no longer consent to But by then it'll be too late to protest too And anything you've ever said, typed or browsed can or will be used against you I'm confused, so what should we do then? What should we do? Nothing, this is all an illusion It's just a ride, a delusion, the Matrix, the Maya deceiving us Oh, you hippies really make our job so much easier Sorry to interrupt, but we're picking up a signal from beyond the space-time continuum Quick, switch on the juice channeling portals. Wait, is that 
George Orwell? Gundertum. Wow, what do we owe this honor to? I tried to warn you noobs, but I see you are actually fools. Or else you thought this was an instruction manual. Yes, <clears throat> so can you advise us? What would you have us do? An open and universal internet is the most effective tool you have to address the issues that afflict the world at hand. Therefore, protecting it is the most essential task that stands before your generation. I think I understand. Hush, man, you must not lose the internet. Heed this mantra. Who controls the internet controls the data. And who controls the data controls the future. We're losing you. I leave you with a tool to use. An onion? Don't be simple, Robert. This is but a simile. It stands for Tor. Tor? Google it. It's for anonymity. This onion router open network helps considerably against tyranny, but its abilities only work if all you f***s use it consistently. And even if you don't use it, run it so its force swells. Thanks, Mr. Orwell. From now on, call me George Torwell. If we'd had such tools when I wrote this, well, it would have been so much simpler to tell Big Brother to go f*** himself. The mother sucking piece of sh**. Thanks, George Torwell, for manifesting direct from this memory hole of history to impress on us these messages. We're told we need safety, which is precious, yes. But can a society that can enforce all its laws ever progress? Hindsight shows that many figures guilty of fraud crime turned out to be luminaries and heroes before their time. But if a surveillance state had reigned then in this form and design, just think of all the progress we may have all been denied. Could lobbies for women's or gay rights have appeared and thrived? Would revolutionary ideals have materialized? Would science have pioneered or even survived if every word had been monitored by thought? police and spies? Big Brother brings chilling effects, freezing our collective hopes. He doesn't protect our safety, but protects the status quo, and threatens this internet, the one channel yet uncontrolled, whose openness we are now called upon to effect and uphold. Alright, I would like to thank the Juice Media at YouTube there for providing the rap news. I've, I've discovered them, uh, only a short while ago, but I wanted to play that given uh, the the whole surveillance thing. And this was actually put out in September 5th, 2012, before um, all this uh, stuff came out and was actually actualized and factualized. Some people say like, oh, you know, Bradley Manning and Edward Snowden. I mean, well, we already knew this was happening. What's there to release? Well, it just makes it fact because otherwise people are going to call people conspiracy theories. And I say conspiracy theory is a derogatory term meant to shut down arguments uh, rather than debate the facts. Yeah, if there's kooky actual conspiracy theory, uh, you don't go that route. But sometimes what people say are conspiracy theories, uh, they, they don't want you to find out about it because it actually turns out to be real. Uh, and, and that's what we need to stop is the self-censorship of, uh, of speech and everything like that uh, because people don't want to touch a certain subject because it'll make them look weird or something like that when it's actually the truth and the truth must be told and um, as far as the news goes uh, there are no traffic concerns right now uh, in the area where you can pick up KKSM in your vehicular component but it is 72 degrees outside here in San Marcos, broadcasting live from KKSM for KKSM and LRN.FM. My name is Alex Fiddle, host here at Freethought Radio, freethoughtmedia.org. Going to uh, do a few more songs here. This first one is called Napalm in the Morning by Sodom. And then after that, it's Revolution by Brujeria here on KKSM AM 1320. The Radio Revolution and LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network. Be right back. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. It smells like... Victory. 
but with ADD. The Radio Revolution. Since time began, tyrants have taken aim at personal liberties. Now there's a movie that aims back. The government has no more right to tell us what to put in our bodies than they have to take our guns or tell us what books we can read. I wonder how prohibitionists would feel if they saw medical marijuana vastly improve the life of someone dear to them. Today, many cops who enforce pot laws do so only because it provides them with cushy jobs, good benefits, and a chance to push people around. I was an undercover narcotics officer. The drug war is nothing but a farce. Six drug police were eaten by bears while raiding a marijuana farm. On your knees, you dirty hippies! Jesus. On your knees! What's the problem, officer? The Second Amendment says you gotta keep you and your gat intact. Guns and Weed, The Road to Freedom. A film by Michael W. Dean and Nima Vidotti. Available from gunsandweed.com. I'm Alex Fiddle, host of Free Thought Radio. As long as they don't feel their environment and they don't worry about it, they're not going to do anything to change it. And something's got to be done before America scarfs up the world on it. Tune in as I break down the corporate media's myths in regards to the news and the morality of war. How are we going to keep building nuclear weapons? What's going to happen to the arms industry when we realize we're all one? <laughs> it's going to f*** up the economy. The economy that's fake. 
also share genres of music excluded by the mainstream radio, such as heavy metal. And I'll tell you what, you can't kill metal. Plenty of guest interviews from musicians to presidential candidates to screaming spacemen. Your source for independent, libertarian, progressive, and anti-war viewpoints and honest music is live Mondays from 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time, only on KKSM AM 1320, The Radio Revolution, and podcasting on LRN.FM, Liberty Radio Network. Visit the website and donate Bitcoin at freethoughtmedia.org. From the government, and we're going to solve all your problems. Do you know what your problem is? Sometimes people make the wrong choices, but we're going to help them make the right choices with guns. Hey, you're not running your business right. You're not paying people enough money. You're not hiring the right people. You keep firing the wrong people. Well, do it different. Do it different now! They got two boys kissing on the TV. We can't have that. We can't have boys kissing boys and girls kissing girls. Stop it! Stop it now! You're not doing religion right. You're worshiping all wrong and believing all wrong and wearing the wrong symbols. Well, fix it. Fix it now, damn it. Are you interested in peaceful solutions to LGBT issues? Listen to Flaming Freedom on the Liberty Radio Network every Tuesday and Saturday night from 10 p.m. to midnight. Or download any show for free from flamingfreedom.com. What does freedom mean? Tune in to LRN.FM to find out. LRN.FM is the Liberty Radio Network, a collection of live talk radio and podcasts, all coming from a principled pro-liberty perspective. LRN.FM show hosts aren't left, right, or conspiracy kooks. You can tune in 24-7 to LRN.FM via your phone, computer, satellite, and more. Listen free anytime at LRN.FM. That's LRN.FM. KKSM. It's outrageous, filth. AM 1320. The Radio Revolution. Welcome back to Free Thought Radio, guys. I'm your host, Alex Fiddle, here Mondays, 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on KKSM AM 1320, and then weekly on the podcast loop for LRN.FM, and on iTunes, search for Free Thought and look for Free Thought AAC. You could subscribe for free, download everything there as well. And for tonight, my guests were a few members from the local Veterans for Peace chapter. They raise money for sleeping bags that they give to San Diego's homeless population. And uh, next week, I have Davi Barker. He is uh, one of the uh, co-directors of Muslims for Liberty. Uh, He also does shinybadges.com, and he's the author of Voluntary Islam and Other Essays, uh, which is a a book about how Islam is compatible with liberty and the principles of non-aggression and and uh, specifically within the Quran, it's there is no compulsion that, uh, aside from the fear mongering by neoconservatives and shows like Twenty Four, people do not want to convert you or or like the convert or die thing that they keep trying to shove down everybody's throat. So I have Davi from Muslims for Liberty on next week's show, and in the second hour of next week's show, I have Brad uh, from Maps, which is multidisciplinary. Okay, multidisciplinary association for psychedelic studies. So uh, Brad Burge is from MAPS, and he's going to come on the show to discuss um, things like MDMA-assisted psychotherapy for people with PTSD. And MDMA is like the 
is basically ecstasy without any kind of weird additives. Like you don't know what you're going to get. So it's, uh, um, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about uh, LSD and a lot of other things and the truth about the drug war and everything like that. Um, and then the week after that, I do believe I have, I, I'm hoping to interview somebody at the screening of the movie about Palestine called Five Broken Cameras, uh, as well as uh, Rabbi David, David Weiss of Jews United Against Zionism. Going to talk about some history uh, in regards to how uh, those that eventually colluded with the British military to instigate a military coup to form the state of Israel actually sold out six million Jews uh, by colluding with the Nazis um, and, and that they hijacked religion, parade themselves around so they could give everybody free citizenship if they're part of that religion so they could then steal, give, have impunity to steal land and resources and just the ma- manipulation in, in order to get that status of a nation um, when they're, when uh, Judaism is not even equivalent to Zionism, a militaristic philosophy, yes, backed up by zealotry for a religion, but not all of them. The people at the very top know that it's not truly representative of the, of the religion, that if you can't, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill to steal the land. Pretty simple. Yet all the scaremongers call everybody that opposes real anti-Semitic. But it is time for the news. And there's a lot going on. So Snowden is in limbo in Moscow. He's awaiting. Uh, he, he might be able to leave the country very, very soon, although his flight, flight path will not be able to cross any uh, country affiliated with NATO or the United States in order to get somewhere like Venezuela or Nicaragua um, or Bolivia. And um, I hope he gets there because our thuggish go- Well, why am I calling them our government? The thuggish government. <laughs> Um, is is really going to do some horrible things. And, uh, you know, there's enough people that have passed away because of the government. Aaron Swartz, I believe Michael Hastings, uh, and many, many more. But So President Obama has been siding with Dick Cheney and smearing whistleblower Edward Snowden by saying, quote, I'm not going to be scrambling jets to get a 29-year-old hacker. Yet, They've been scrambling jets. The Bolivian president, which led the uh, Latin American countries to say, we're not going to take it. No, we're not going to take it. And they gave Edward Snowden asylum because you're not going to be treated like ants by the imperialist United States. The government and their complicit media have been scurrying to create political theater around Snowden and his asylum. You know, the personality rather than on focusing on the issue that we're all being spied on. The government has been playing a circus with it. They are charging him with espionage for revealing that the United States commits illegal espionage against the entire world. A program the brainchild of Bush and Cheney began before 9-11 even happened and continued in even bigger measures by this president and Republicans and Democrats alike. The lone champion of liberty on the Hill, and not just for Americans, but for the world is Congressman Justin Amash. He's a Republican, yes, but he's one of the very, very few who absolutely has no loyalty to party. After he saw, especially, you know, once he saw his former colleague, Congressman Ron Paul, be absolutely screwed by the system. He's a a libertarian. He 
doesn't take to neoconservative arm twisting or their hateful rhetoric in regards to when they use certain groups of people as scapegoats, like immigrants or whatever. Uh, his his uh, ancestry roots is actually from Palestine. He supports the rights of all individuals. The government is the antithesis of equality and is the antithesis of non-aggression. And thus the government is huge and bloated so that it can be unequal and aggress towards others. Add the Federal Reserve into the equation of funding that government on a debt and Congress is in the job of paying the salary and profits of private bankers via the proceeds of the income tax, which is why the income tax and the Federal Reserve were implemented both in 1913. The system is designed to have a perpetual debt that can never be paid off, all what creates the wealth gap, using the state's monopoly on force to steal land and wealth from the people and give it to themselves, with the guise of using some of it to help the poor. Most of it goes to war and corporate welfare, stealing land and resources for the benefit of, of a few, including U.S. dollars' financial dominance in the world, and then they spy on us in the name of so-called national security for the uh, dollar-dominance wars that they wage. Congressman Amash has introduced a bill that would defund the NSA surveillance state. It would end the authority for the blanket collection of records under the Patriot Act and bar the NSA and other agencies from collecting telephone and other records from anyone who is not subject, who's not the subject of an investigation. Now, Amash is a Republican, but again, no party loyalty. He's a principal libertarian. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, you can't get elected as a libertarian in the presidential race for the Republican Party, but on the local level, yes, you can get elected to Congress in a few instances, in Amash's case and uh, Ron Paul's case. But even then, the Republicans themselves try to get Amash out of even winning the primary so he could get reelected. I mean, that's how little these guys, that's where the Republican Party's priorities are, is anti-liberty. And, and so, therefore, major GOP leaders are trying to stop Amash's NSA amendment and are constantly smearing him, uh, probably because Amash may go for the Senate in 2014, and they don't want that. Now, the government even talks about prosecuting and even giving the death penalty to both Snowden and true gr journalist Glenn Greenwald. The government tries to smear them both as anti-American. There is none more anti-American than the American government. There is none more anti-human than the American government. They wage war on innocent people in other countries and sell the country out to those countries that they invade out to massive special interests, including a private central bank that bankrolls all the wars with fake money printed at a debt that is to be paid back by the labor of anyone below the banking cartel and whoever yields the most power at the top of the hundreds of trillions of dollars that the U.S. government has in debt. So, you know, the, whoever has the biggest stake towards who's ever getting paid back for those hundreds of trillions of dollars in U.S. debt. We have 16, but what about the unfunded liabilities? So, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a lot of power in the banking echelons of who can control that because the IRS is meant to pay back the Fed. Fed loans money to the government. They print it out of thin air because they're a fraud. You know, they do the smoke and mirror things. They print money out of thin air. They say it's worth something. They issue it to the government out of debt or, you know, to their banker friends or loans or whatever. Um, so, But when they issue it to the government, the government has to pay it back with, via the proceeds of the income tax. When they loan it to a bank, you're, you're paying it through your mortgage or whatever. So you're getting taxed all over the place to pay for fake money printed by these banking cartel bastards. 
<laughs> and uh, so that, that, that really, you know, whoever w- holds the power of the money, you know, thus the debt uh, that they issue on, on a farce, you know, they really wield a lot of power. Coincidentally, the, those bankers at the top are worth ne- ex- near the exact same amount. You know, they're worth trillions of dollars. The world's only trillionaires. I wonder what assets they own. Maybe you and I and the debt. How much is it per, per, per individual that we owe and as our share in this U.S. debt that we never agreed to? And they, and they have the audacity with all that, that economic slavery of the Federal Reserve System to violate the sacred privacy of people and, their, and, and as well as other people's governments. Uh, you know, and, and sometimes those governments who are being spied on by the U.S. are complicit in the spying. <laughs> so it's a big loop-de-loop of insanity. When Obama was in Africa to promote U.S. militarism, dominance, and neo-colonization in the region, he was really, really sweating and had a super scared look on his face when he was pressed about the worldwide spying that was revealed on that day that he was in whatever, doing that press release in whichever country in Africa. Uh, You know, the worldwide spying on other governments, hacking attacks against the Chinese in far greater numbers than the inflated numbers the U.S. puts forth are coming from China against us, and far more. Like he was like real, like the way he was trying to answer that question is like you knew he was caught in a lie. He, his face was like super duper sweating and he could not, he just had to defend his Orwellian nightmare like he's George Bush or something. I mean, like uh, he got elected on chains. When's that going to happen? <laughs> it's, but that's, we pay a price for that lack of change. Uh, you know, that he's a, he was a, a product of the, of the establishment um, you know, getting bankrolled by Goldman Sachs after he won the primary and after he went to Bilderberg in 2008. Uh, I mean, he could hold the lie, lying, you know, saying that he's not facilitating Bush and Cheney's dream without batting an eyelash because there's no cameras around questioning him about it. But the biggest revelation that all our expectations of an Orwellian nightmare were deemed factual by these leaked and then he just goes into cover-up mode and really sweats on camera and tells a big lie. Forget about the legality of it. What about the morality? If we have nothing to hide, then why not let them put cameras in our bathroom and shower, you know, especially one with a close-up shot at our, you know, a crotch-designated camera. That would really keep us safe from the terrorists. And, and now, uh, in regards to Snowden, John Kerry has vowed to put harsh sanctions on Venezuela, Venezuela over Snowden if they accept him. Wow, so the 2004 election was also a farce of a legitimate choice, given Kerry's hawkish accent, actions. And, and he's as bad or worse than Hillary, who has torturing Bradley Manning on her hands. And, uh, you know, watching MSNBC parrot, you know, Cheney and Rove and Kerry and Clinton and Obama, like, these guys are just bit part of one big club, like George Carlin said. It's one big club, and you and I are not in it. You know, we can say... Republicans are square and conservative and Democrats are hip and liberal and cool. Well, they're fake liberals. You know, the real liberals, the, you know, uh, are really mad. Uh, you know, you can see the actual true anti-war left that has been slashed. There are still those that are true and blue and hanging out and hanging strong. But, you know, the situational principles of people who probably not, not had principles in the first place, maybe we were never really anti-war in the first place. Uh, or anti-spying, or whatever, just believe what the news told them to believe, because it was contrarian, 
or whatever. When, when you hate spying under Bush, you're a, you're a, you're a hippie man. But when you hate it under Obama, you're you're a paranoid tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist. <laughs> That's what those are the stereotypes of the left right paradigm, and and it just limits the debate for people with principles, people who don't don't fit into a box, who just hate being spied on because it's wrong. Uh, nobody gets that voice heard because the mainstream media, whether it's Fox or MSNBC, are just parroting the government. It's all divide and conquer. The small differences that they want to make you think that there are big differences like liberal versus conservative are really not. They're in concert, and it's to divide and conquer. They've spied on you. Now they're continuing to spy on you. They're making us bicker at each other as people, as commoner, as, you know. But, you know, the, while we worship the people at top with this, you know, religion of the state, uh, like we think, oh, they're so good, and I hate you because you don't like President Obama, or I hate you because you don't like President Bush. And we get to hating each other. We bicker at each other while we should be realizing that we should unite, that there's, we should be uniting against those people that are, that are spying us, that we give our worship to for some reason because we believe in this stupid veil of authority. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just really, it's getting really bad. It's getting to this, you know, a really important where it's like, uh, I have my Verizon cell phone on me right here. I could have left it in the glove box. I, hey, NSA, how's it going? I hope you can listen, uh, maybe uh, donate some Bitcoin if you can, uh, uh, for the tip jar. I mean, you, you know, uh, it doesn't, it's not easy to do this, but, um, <laughs> that that's just where we've come. They can listen through your phones in your pockets. It, it's just getting ridiculous, and nobody's challenging it. They think it's okay. Keep us safe from those terrorists, you know. But we're we're the Sarnov people, not Verizon customers. I mean, it, it is a great point to make that when you're sweeping, doing the sweeping surveillance of all Americans, you're flooding yourself with too much information that. You know, like when you divert police resources towards victimless crimes, you can't go after real crimes. So when you're flooding it with randomness, with everybody's conversations, you can't go after the real criminals. So it actually makes us less safe. You're listening to KKSM, Oceanside, AM 1320. Uh, going about the news here, just talking about Snowden and spying. And they're doing this in the name of the war on terror, which is escalating. And uh, so Obama is escalating the Syrian war, even though Syria had nothing to do with terrorism or or anything. Yeah, maybe Assad was somewhat of a bad leader, but Christians, Jews, Muslims, and Alawites are, are living in peace there. And um, investigative journalist Ben Swan reported on how, who I had on my show the other week, reported on how the U.S. is sending arms intelligence, communications, infrastructure, and more to the Syrian rebels. The top two groups of the Syrian rebellion are the Free Syrian Army and the Al-Nusra Front, both of which contain elements of Al-Qaeda. FSA has factions, some of which are Al-Qaeda, but thanks to U.S. assistance, Al-Nusra Front, which is an actual branch of Al-Qaeda and thus is completely made up of Al-Qaeda, is overshadowing the FSA's power in regards to that and also their numbers and popularity amongst the rebellion groups. This proves very dangerous to the many sects of Islam, Christianity, and Judaism that have been living in, in peace under Assad, but you know, don't prescribe to the to the extremist forum that is being funded by the US. Uh, and you know, despite Assad being not an ideal leader, this is he's quite preferable to the rebels who have used chemical weapons, eat the people that they murder. 
and are funded by the U.S. and Israel. Not very good company to keep. And, and that undermines the Israelis' rhetoric that all Muslims are just a bunch of wicked anti-Semites when they're funding these extremist Muslims who, who don't re represent the religion of Islam. You know, Saudi Arabia is actually a false state just like Israel, both in, implemented by the British government uh, with U.S. aid. And, uh, you know, both stomp on all the other countries in the region. So pretty much soon you're just going to have Saudi and Israel. Uh, and, and thus the oil OPEC uh, cartel. And, and they, but they scaremonger you. They, people want, like most people think that the Muslim world's monolithic. It isn't. The, the U.S. need not increase their hegemony in the region. I mean, there is no reason for us, national security or otherwise. The WMD's things, it's a farce. It's just like Iraq. It was the rebels, the U.S.-backed rebels that used the chemical weapons. Actually, Assad's government actually found that store of chemical weapons that the Syrian rebels had, and we're paying for it with our tax dollars in our names for a government that we're not necessarily approving of right now, uh, funding these, you know, extremist uh, uh, Islamic terrorists that don't even represent, represent real Islam because it's funded by the U.S., of course, you know, this big CIA-created boogeyman. Uh, designed to destabilize the region for U.S. interests so they can increase militarism and increase military spending needlessly. And it's a crash course. So they, they should be rescinding their hegemony in the region, like actually withdrawing from these countries and returning the sovereignty to these people of those lands and not these puppet dictators like Karzai or whoever's in control of Iraq, now Libya. Gaddafi wanted to introduce a gold DNR, you know, unhinge the region from Africa from the U.S. dollar Oh, what, how, how convenient that he just gets killed to, to maintain the dom, dollar's dominance in the world. And now Libya has their first central bank. We go into Mali to increase, you know, neocolonization of the African continent by the U.S. Over concerns of terrorism, they say. But they actually hadn't had a suicide bombing until after we got in a clear sign of blowback. And now they're going to have elections. Yeah, for a puppet dictator that's just going to breed more terrorism and just be a puppet for the dollar uh, d dominance over in that region. And, you know, as for, for, far as hegemony goes, so should Israel and Saudi Arabia. And they should, as far as scaling back their hegemony and really all other illegitimate regimes installed, installed and backed up by the U.S. and or Britain. Now, Israel launched a third strike on Syria the other week. Turkey, the country of Turkey, allowed them to launch this strike from one of their air bases. Now, Prime Minister of Turkey, Erdogan, who is going to proceed with the Gezi Park demolition, is a big puppet of the U.S. and Israel in their wars. Turkey allows the aggression towards Syria by letting the U.S. troops settle on the Turkey-Syrian border and point cruise missiles at Syria. Now, despite Erdogan being the leader of the so-called Islamic Party, and you know, yes, they are, but you know, there's the uh, faux, you know, astroturf Islamism that is promoted by Saudi Arabia and the U.S., uh, and therefore, now the media can use it as a boogeyman to scare people into being anti-Islamic. Uh, now, Erdogan resemble he he does resemble the tyranny of Saudi Arabia that sells it out to the U.S. so that the U.S. can come in and murder actual Arabic peoples that don't happen to be one of the very, very few in a U.S.-backed oligarchy that stands safe from the bloodshed of civilians in these unjust wars. Erdogan said that 
he, he, he has said some things in favor of Gaza, but you know, his actions speak louder than his words. And in my opinion, it seems to me like he is act, just acting as a poster boy for APAC's fear-mongering that convinces ignorant Americans that the Muslim world is a monolithic and uniform, and also thus completely, completely hiding the fact that Turkey is in the U.S. and Israel's pocket. You know, APAC thrives on the fear-mongering that people who criticize Israel are anti-Semitic. So they want to have this Islamic leader who's in the pocket of Israel in the United States say some things that are favorable towards Gaza, because I support, me personally, I support Gaza and, and all those things. But, you know, he said that, you know, Israel can't, can't act without impunity. Seems reasonable. Um, but then, then Erdogan recently goes ahead and he blames the Gezi Park demonstration on the Jews, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Not all Jews are Zionists or Mossad or IDF. Or why do they? Why do they? The way people are born have to decide whether they start protests or not. I think the protest was about environmentalism and corruption and, and uh, really imperialism. Given that this guy's a pocket in the pocket of U.S. and Israel, uh, you know, it's that type of rhetoric out of Erdogan's mouth. That can fuel Apex, boogeyman of an anti-Semitic Israel hater that will take away from the fact that the only ones implementing, you know, they say like people that, you know, APAC wants to think that if you hate Israel, then you hate Jews, and therefore you want ethnic cleansing and collective punishment of Jews. Well, the only people, the only countries, the only ones implementing violence, collective punishment, and ethnic cleansing are those that participate in the Israeli military and the establishment zealots in the Israeli government. Israel is the only one committing ethnic cleansing here. And not everybody's complicit in it, you know. It's it's a few zealots, and some of them, you know, the people at the top, you know, Zionism isn't Judaism, so they're probably not, they were the ones that are, that know they are hijacking a religion, but they don't want to tell it because they don't want to give that up. That, you know, get, promising people automatic citizenship to this uh, wonderful paradise for a particular religion that, you know, ethnic cleanses the Palestinians. But, you know, that there is actually more dissent in Israel and in the own, their own government, the Knesset, against illegal settlements, unjust wars, taking of land by force, ethnic cleansing, than there is in the U.S. government, which is near none, thanks to APAC fear-mongering. You know, that the, they're the war lobby, too, keeping the federal government entrenched in this domination plan for Israel and Saudi Arabia to take over the region for both of each country's idealistic nonsense, as well as resource domination. Of course, the central banks fund these wars to keep the Federal Reserve notes as the world's f reserve currency. With U.S. militarism and the oil it defends with such force, the only thing that gives the dollar value, aside from so-called confidence in fake money. They're willing to risk a world war with more of a possibility of nuclear aggression coming from the U.S. and NATO than their enemies. If you listen to Ahmadinejad, as bad of, of a leader as he is, you know, he's not even president anymore. He made it clear that they're not pursuing nuclear war because it is the thing of the Stone Age of the past. Uh, and, you know, he's, of course, Iran and Syria and Venezuela, they're the ones... They're the last stand against U.S. imperialism, and the U.S. has used nuclear bombs. Who are they to say, you know, who are they to fear monger? Oh, he, he's lying. And, you know, as much as I don't like Ahmadinejad, I do think that I do have to take him on his word in regard to nuclear war. I mean, and it does, the, the U.S. doesn't even have to use nuclear weapons to initiate the world war. 
Uh, I mean, it's just any initiations of force by them, including special ops, puppet regimes, drones, and more. And we've done special ops. We've done the puppet regimes. We're doing drones. But we've never gone into full-scale war. We get, you know, Israel to drop a bomb here and there. Uh, use the CIA to fund these Free Syrian Army and Al Nusra Front. Uh, the, the, I mean, the the U.S. and NATO are the are they are the only terrorists in the region, causing turmoil and stability and creating wars, there and creating the wars that they're going to fight. That are not based on defense because defense is reasonable, but this is not. This is about the dollar dominance uh, as the stake of ending the murderous empire. They would not end that murderous empire. They'd rather keep it going for the control it brings and the dominance of the dollar or whatever currency. You know, they'll swap the dollar for something else when it collapses. And uh, I'll, I'll talk about some more headlines in a little bit, but I think it is time for some music. I want to play two songs here for uh, marching at Pride the other weekend. I'm straight against hate. But also, you know, doing it with the Libertarian Party on on the notion of getting the government out of the marriage business that uh, imperialist countries like the U.S. and Israel can't just say, oh, we're finally good now because we're good on gay rights, which is good. I love, you know, I'm all for equality and everything like that. But, geez, you know, stop killing innocent people in, in other countries. <laughs> uh, then you won't have to militarize uh, uh, gay people to fight in wars that are unjust. You know, that's the... You could you could repeal don't ask don't tell but you got to repeal the unjust wars and uh, you know a, a, a anti-war voice needed to needed to be there there were more there were other people uh, other really great groups like Canvas or or other ones talking about freeing Bradley Mang and very very many more but I did not get to play uh, some Judas Priest because it's a metal show and I, I think Rob Halford's the only gay metal guy I know. Um, I know of, there's probably more, but I gotta look into that more. Gotta do a Google. <laughs> uh, but this is Living After Midnight by Judas Priest, and then also I, I got to see uh, The Turtles on July 4th. Forgot to play, I never got around to playing any of their songs after that. So this is Living After Midnight by Judas Priest, and then Somewhere Friday Night by The Turtles. Here on KKSM AM 1320, The Ready Revolution, and LRN.FM, The Liberty Radio Network. Be right back.
Yo, give me something to dance to. KKSN, Oceanside, AM 1320, The Radio Revolution. Want your business to reach students of Palomar College? Want your name to reach a global listening audience? Want to support an educational program? Then sponsor KKSM. KKSM offers affordable rates, personalized spots, and global exposure for your business. Call our advertising line at 760-744-1150, extension 2442, to find out how you can sponsor KKSM and receive a tax write-off. With rates starting at $100, sponsoring KKSM is an affordable way to get your business's name out there. Call 760-744-1150, extension 2442, to start advertising with KKSM. Do you feel like there's nothing you can do about the inexorable growth of government? I did too, before I heard about the Free State Project. The Free State Project is a project to get 20,000 liberty lovers to move to New Hampshire to have liberty in our lifetimes. Early movers for the FSP are getting elected, involved in their communities, and participating in civil disobedience. Call 888-377-2515 now to learn more about the Free State Project. 888-377-2515 or visit freestateproject.com. Are you tired of governments murdering people around the world? Stop using their money. There is an alternative. Bitcoin is a stateless free market non-political currency. Bitcoin cannot be inflated or controlled by any government. By using their money, you are helping the state. Stop doing it. You have an incredible alternative available now. 
Learn it, use it, spread it. Get started with Bitcoin at WeUseCoins.com. That's WeUseCoins.com. KKSM. We must be flipping out. AM 1320. The Radio Revolution. Welcome back to Free Thought Radio, guys. FreeThoughtMedia.org. I'm going to try to build up that website soon. It's just got a front page and a live page, and that is pretty much it. Uh, hopefully, maybe, maybe in the meantime, get a newsletter started. Um, email newsletter, uh, put a sign-up form on that front page to keep people updated on everything. Uh, but uh, in, in the meantime, uh, facebook.com slash freethoughtradio is the best way to, to get all the news, uh, thoughts throughout the day. There's also Twitter, Twitter, Alex underscore fiddle, F-I-D-E-L. But yeah, it's all it's all there, freethoughtmedia.org. And uh, next week I have Davi Barker of Muslims for Liberty and Brad Burge of the Multidisciplinary Association of Psychedelic Studies. We're going to talk about LSD and MDMA and, and all those things. Never, I usually have people talking about marijuana policy, but I think we should end the whole drug war. The handcuffs don't work. Parents, if you think putting your kids in handcuffs will uh, straighten them out, no, it'll make, the, it'll make everything a whole lot worse. I think it resolves... Uh, that thing is best resolved by doctors and families, not the criminal justice system. I mean, the only uh, politicians that have kids, you know, just wait until their kids get arrested. Maybe they'll think a little bit differently about this drug war. But they're willing to arrest other. They're willing to put. They want to put your kids in handcuffs so that they can uh, fuel uh, the prison labor for corporations that they're beholden to. Uh, it's miserable. But uh, speaking of cops, I think it is time for the news. And thus, the this half hour is the Police Accountability Report, an LRN.FM news podcast brought to you by copblock.org. If you want to know how to film police during police encounters peacefully, exercising your rights, go to copblock.org. Before you cross the streets, you better look both ways, or we'll throw you in the pokey for a dozen. The Police Accountability Report, brought to you by copblock.org. Coplock is a decentralized project supported by a diverse group of individuals united by their shared goals of police accountability, education of individual rights, and the dissemination of effective tactics to utilize while filming police. From Keene in the Shire, the Liberty Media Capital of the World, this is Daryl W. Perry, host of the Police Accountability Report, brought to you by copblock.org. This week, a couple of stories that should cause anyone critically thinking to see that those wearing badges aren't always operating with the best of intentions. A San Marcos police corporal has been charged with aggravated assault by a police official after police say he injured a woman while illegally arresting her in late May, causing her to lose at least two teeth and suffer a concussion. Corporal James Angelo Palermo, 40 years old, was booked at the Hayes County Jail on the charge of aggravated assault by a public servant, a first-degree felony. He was released on $25,000 bail. Palermo has been placed on paid administrative leave, otherwise known in the world as paid vacation. According to the affidavit of his arrest, 
Palermo was making a traffic stop during the early morning of May 29th when a woman walked by as he was questioning the driver. She did not look or talk to Palermo or the driver as she walked by, and she did not make any suspicious movements or gestures. Palermo called her over and started talking to her about walking near the traffic stop, which was taking place in the driveway of a local business and near a sidewalk. The woman disagreed that she did anything wrong, and the conversation became argumentative when he asked for identification, which she could not immediately find. The woman insisted she had done nothing wrong and suggested he conduct traffic stops somewhere else, saying that he was apparently in a bad mood and taking it out on her, calling him a, quote, dick. Palermo immediately moved toward her, and she stepped back as he approached. He grabbed her and pushed her against the back of the car, which he had stopped, then quickly spun his body and slammed her onto the concrete driveway between his patrol car and the stopped car. He then handcuffed her and put her in his patrol car, saying she was under arrest for obstruction. She was taken to the hospital where medical staff told her and Palermo that she would need follow-up care for her injuries, broken teeth, a concussion, and, quote, other injuries as a result of Corporal Palermo's actions, according to the affidavit. Palermo then took the woman to jail, charging her with obstruction, resisting arrest, and public intoxication. San Marco Police Chief Howard Williams said he found out about the incident the next day and ordered an internal review, which included video footage from the patrol car's dashboard camera. The investigation started while the officer was on vacation, Williams said, and he was put on paid administrative leave on June 10th. He was arrested in the chief's office after officials obtained a warrant last Tuesday. The charges against the woman were dismissed. According to the affidavit, she is still receiving medical treatment for her injuries and may need further surgery. In other news, an ex-Mississippi State Trooper, Christopher G. Hughes, has been sentenced to 33 months in federal prison. The 42-year-old pled guilty in February to stomping a woman in the Lee County Jail more than five years ago. A complaint alleges that Hughes threw the woman to the concrete floor of the Lee County Detention Center and kicked and stomped her on October 14, 2007. This has been the Police Accountability Report brought to you by CopBlock.org. I hope you'll all take a moment to consider just what it is you are being forced to pay for with taxation and speak out against the violence and the corruption. Until next week, stay safe and remember that badges don't grant extra rights. There are no traffic problems in the North County San Diego area where you can pick up KKSM AM 1320, but it is 70 degrees in San Marcos where that corporal broke that woman's teeth who had not committed a crime. And that has been your news broadcasting live from KKSM for KKSM and LRN.FM. My name's Alex Fiddle. That has been your news. So... Let me go back into my news here, uh, talking about uh, some of the headlines, because that was just police accountability. Um, so I talked about Snowden and the media circus and uh, how it diverts away from the actual issue of spying. And it's not Snowden's fault, it's the U.S.'s fault and the media's fault. They don't want you to know about the spying. Then there's also the war in Syria, you know, gearing up towards this World War III. 
Um, you know, it sounds a little doom and gloom, uh, but, you know, I ain't no Glenn Beck. This is, uh, you know, Syria and Iran are like the last stepping stones in this imperialist domination plan that Donald Rumsfeld and Brzezinski dreamt up in like 1979 or whatever when they just had a list of countries that they wanted to invade and they just came up with excuse after excuse after excuse. WMD's here, a little, you know, he's a bad dictator there. Something new every time. Uh, and, uh, of course, Iran has pledged its allegiance to Syria if they get attacked. Syria is saying if Israel attacks them, that they're going to consider that an act of war. And Israel has attacked Syria three times already. Syria is not aggressed towards Israel. I mean, who's, uh, it shows who the real aggressors are. It's the U.S. and Israel. And people like me may suffer because of a mandatory draft or or the people of Syria are going to suffer for a civil war that they're going to instigate. That Christians, Jews, Islamists, and Alawites are living in peace under the Assad government as bad as he may be. He, is, he ain't got nothing on the Al-Nusra front or the Free Syrian Army who eat the hearts of the people. They kill and use chemical weapons. Yes, it is the rebels that use the chemical weapons, not the government. Stop buying the propaganda and the WMD crying wolf nonsense. I mean... Uh, George Bush really never left office. Uh, I, I talked about, uh, you know, how Israel launched that attack from Turkey. And, you know, the Turkish prime minister claims to be, you know, pro-Palestine or whatever. But I think, I think he parrots things that, that, uh, the, you know, the kind of, that the Zionists want him to because... It'll make him look anti-Semitic, and they want this boogeyman of an anti-Semitic Israel hater to be in everybody's mind so that if you come across anyone that criticizes Israel, you should know that they're anti-Semitic and don't listen to them. Forget about all the ethnic cleansing that the IDF is doing among, uh, to inflicting on the Palestinians since 1948. Just know that everybody's an anti-Semitic. It's like calling somebody a conspiracy theorist. It's just an argument shutting down a uh, rhetoric tool that takes away from the issues at hand which is the death of innocent people so yeah stop a war with Syria because it's a stepping stone to Iran and, and what's after that pretty much uh, nothing I mean hey a war on the people of the United States and that's already starting with homeland security and everything like that yeah, be prepared for that as well but another war, war on journalism so Journalist Michael Hastings mysteriously dies in a car crash after emailing frantic emails to, to his friends about how he's being followed by the FBI and how his friends have already been interrogated and how he needs to go off the radar for a little bit. Hours later, he dies in a car crash. And now even more disturbing in that is that a revelation that he has been delivered to his family in an urn. So Michael Hastings was cremated without permission from his family. So the new details in the Michael Hastings death were provided by a local San Diego fierce independent journalist, much like my guest for last week, Ben Swan, out of Fox 19 Cincinnati. Uh, I believe her name's Kimberly Dvorak. She, she's a freelance journalist with San Diego Six. Um, you know, one of the few actually real journalists on mainstream media. She revealed that his body was cremated without his family's consent. And she's been investigating this. She's been pointing out all these weird little holes in the story 
uh, of the police and everything. You know, just the, looking at the 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 way the car crashed, how the engine ended up, who knows how far away from the car for some reason. Um, no damage to the tree that he crashed into. It's just it's just uh, it, it just spells. It doesn't smell very good at all. The you know the family just unexpectedly got an urn one day without even asking for a cremation. So <laughs> before an autopsy, probably even there are all types of misbehavior by official and government official government investigators. Now I don't feel good about this at all as a, as a journalist. Um, they they've already. I mean, let's say let's say they they there is no foul play. I'll I'll cede that argument. They've already threatened journalists with assassination like Julian Assange. They legally allow for assassination of journalists under the NDAA, as Chris Hedges had argued uh, for in his lawsuit against the NDAA, that this is entirely possible and it's bad for journalism. So even if the government had no part, or DARPA or the CIA had no part in the Hastings death, then they still have this ability legally... I mean, NDAA, Patriot Act, even the Patriot Act, they could search your house, and they and you don't even know it. And uh, they they can search your house, you don't know it. They don't have to tell you that they know it. You know, so they, they can assassinate somebody without them knowing it. Um, and uh, um, <laughs> so even if they had no part, they st- they have this legal ability, and no one should have that legal ability. Anyone in government who compromises. Otherwise, is an insane sociopath and should be thrown in jail for their diabolical scheming and, and such open ability to wield the power of being able to kill someone with the illusion of legal impunity. Journalists are like specks of dust to the government. We are not safe for telling the truth in a nonviolent manner. The truth is unsafe for the state. The state's trail of blood contains val- valiant journalists in addition to innocent children and countries where they have waged needless wars of aggression. People like Glenn Beck can cower in paranoia, but he's a hack for the machine, and his fears, his tears, are just theater. When it comes to real journalists, this stuff is a reality. So I'll take a quick break, and we will be right back after this. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, from Indian burial grounds to the Overlook Hotel, from the depths of Mount Doom to the hilltops of Valhalla, from trailer park country to Texas Chainsaw Territory, broadcasting live from the campus of Palomar College, this is KKSM. 500 watts never sounded so good. Are you tired of governments murdering people around the world? Stop using their money. There is an alternative. Bitcoin is a stateless, free market, non-political currency. Bitcoin cannot be inflated or controlled by any government. By using their money, you are helping the state. Stop doing it. You have an incredible alternative available now. Learn it. Use it. Spread it. Get started with Bitcoin at WeUseCoins.com. That's WeUseCoins.com. KKSM is on Facebook. We're so excited to be part of the social media world that we called up random people in the phone book to let them know. KKSM's on Facebook. What do you think about that? I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm not in the mood to play. Can I have somebody with some sense, please? I, I, don't, I have three other calls on the line that I've got customers on the phone. 
What is your name, sir? <laughs> is there anyone out there that can speak with the mic? I don't, I'm not understanding you. Put somebody on there with some education. I cannot hear you, sir. Are you talking to a speakerphone or are you smoking? Well, bless your heart. You need to go take a nap. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash KKSM Radio. Are you some kind of mongoloid moron? What does freedom mean? Tune in to LRN.FM to find out. LRN.FM is the Liberty Radio Network, a collection of live talk radio and podcasts, all coming from a principled pro-liberty perspective. LRN.FM show hosts aren't left, right, or conspiracy kooks. You can tune in 24-7 to LRN.FM via your phone, computer, satellite, and more. Listen free anytime at LRN.FM. That's LRN.FM. KKSM. We must be flipping out. AM 1320. The Radio Revolution. Welcome back to Free Thought Radio, guys. Uh, talked about Michael Hastings before the break, but that is a pretty uh, gloomy subject, especially as uh, someone who's an independent journalist, citizen journalist. If you work for the Rolling Stone and you're not even safe as a journalist, it's it's just a bad state of affairs that we're living in. It just it just doesn't make me feel good at all. Um, and and you know he he was gonna you know he was definitely gonna be breaking a big story. He already caused Stanley McChrystal to get uh, fired indirectly. I mean he, he wasn't intentionally doing it, but that, that's just the way it is. And um, I don't like it. So we need. Maybe a little uh, clarity for this Michael Hastings thing. He shouldn't just get delivered in an urn to his family without them asking for cremation. What? Are, where does that ever happen? <laughs> it's just, it's just nuts. But I want to, I want to take uh, some time to play uh, two songs here to maybe try to lighten up the mood and give a little bit of optimism because I am optimistic. It's just that these guys have guns, really, really big guns and drones and stuff. So there might be a little fight from them on this way to human freedom that we all really deserve here. Uh, and two, two singer-songwriters here that speak this truth to power for, for in, in, in the spirit of liberty and human freedom. Uh, uh, one of these uh, uh, I had on the show a few weeks ago. Her name's Tatiana Moroz. She is performing at Libertopia, which is a liberty festival in San Diego coming up August 30th through September 2nd. I believe libertopia.org. Check it out. If you use her promo code Tatiana VIP, you can get a 10% off uh, on Libertopia tickets if you want to check her out performing. Um, but this song is called End of Day. And then after that is a song called Liberty by Jordan Page. He's another liberty minded singer songwriter. So this is End of Day by Tatiana Moroz. And then Liberty by Jordan Page here on KKSM AM 1320, the Radio Revolution, and LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network. Be right back, guys. Today 
cut it all off is the best way to go. Strange. 
by Jordan Page and before that end of the day by Tatiana Moroz and up next I have another news brief for this uh, top of the the uh, hours news break and it is another one from the Juice Media which is rap news so go to youtube.com slash the Juice Media for this one and this one features Edward Snowden who apparently seems to be from Jamaica check it out viewers thank you for clicking through to view this exclusive brand new edition of juice rap views back through with the global transmission with your host robert foster and we're glad to begin by introducing this routine interview scheduled today with our regular u.s guest now director of the nsa general baxter huh. can you provide via satellite an update on the state of the empire bob i have to confide i'm satisfied in fact i got no axe to grind our nobel peace prize president mastermind has a healthy appetite for sending drones to smash the lives of brown children, Muslims, I mean terrorist hoodlums, egregious, goddamn right we agree it's just, every American will feel hot pangs of pride when they hear of this, but guess what I'm most excited about this finally happening, what, the court martial of private Bradley Manning, three years without trial and a touch of torture, that's how we punish dissent in the free world order, after this, no one will dare blow whistles or leak intel, or question our right to read every single freaking email, oops, did you just say you read everyone's emails, but emails, no, we don't read scan, track, record, and store every detail at all? No, sir. Not wittingly. Perhaps a few billion emails accidentally. Okay, General. We're just getting sent a signal. 
It's the fearless journalist crusader, direct from Rio, the guardian of civil liberties. So Glenn Greenwald. Robert, hello. Hi, Glenn. What quest are you and your steed on? A hero has leaked classified documents, finally proving that the NSA has secretly obtained access directly to all the servers of Facebook, Apple, Yahoo, YouTube, Skype, and Google. This prism system for spying on users from the dark side of the moon will record everything that arrives on screens, emails, chats, grinder feed. Robert, it took great courage from this whistleblower to decide to leak. They've taken a great risk in getting us, their fellow citizens, this critical glimpse into what is really happening behind the scenes. Mark Zuckerberg, your position? Words, sit back, listen. You're rocking with Zuckerberg, fucking nerd tactician. So, prison? What's that, prison? Never even heard of that system. Yeah, we got a program running, but we call it fascism. Do your users like that? A billion likes, cousin, and if you dislike something, here's my dislike button. I'm in charge, you fucking turn. Interview's over, finished, ended. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, CEO, bitches, unfriended. Okay then, General, would you like to make a statement? I'm disgusted. You are? That's amazing. I had no idea that this could occur. It's devastating. Shocking, I concur. So will there be an investigation? You betcha. We're gonna get those who broke their oath to the law. Wonderful. And hold them responsible. This has gone too far. I think the whole world feels the same. Call Gitmo! I'm personally gonna torture whoever leaked all this info. Wait, what? We've become a freaking culture of leaks. What if every uppity geek who happens not to agree with the state's tyranny decided to expose it to all and sundry? That might lead to a revolution. Indeed. See what I mean? Look, we welcome this debate openly. Free speech is sanctified. Okay then, does the NSA Sorry, that's classified. So, what are the laws for the- eh, Access denied. Well, how can we see- Oops, debate time has expired. Uh, hold on, we're picking up another feed, this time from Hong Kong. Glenn, it's me again. I got an update on what's going on. Greenwald, we're gonna prosecute you for reason. I mean treason. Uh-uh, your threats are no match for my shield, and you'll cower under the weight of words when I'm wielding my pen sword. By the power of Greenwald! Uh, did you have an update for the people? Oh yeah, now, uh, world, meet the brave leaker Edward Snowden. He's made a video to reveal his motives for whistleblowing. What's up, Edward? Hey, Glenn, what's up? Yeah, what's going on here? Me one big up the odd step of them Ellsberg and Manning, you know what I'm saying? Eh? Yo, Snowden, they're gonna come around here looking for you today. Word? Word. Busted. Whistleblower, you know the Eddie Snowden them go blame But leaking secrets out, the men that say I say And Eddie Snowden done betrayed the USA But leaking secrets out, whistleblower You know the Eddie Snowden them go blame But leaking secrets out, the men that say I say And Eddie Snowden done betrayed the USA But leaking secrets out, we're gonna find the men down in Hawaii Find the Mr. Baby and not B.I.V. But the Babylon will buy up on the civil liberty so me decide to betray me safety For the second offense allow me citizen privacy If you see something dead, something follow me and be Whistleblower, you know see it is not an go blame But leaking secrets out, the men that say I say it is not a done betray to USA But leaking secrets out Well, dear viewers, that's about it for this edition But it wouldn't be complete without some final questions Whistleblowers, they leak in the public interest. Now what remains to be known is, is the public interested? If so, this might be a good day to exhibit it. Ignorance is a choice in the age of the internet. Many consider this all very bewildering. Some praise these acts as heroic, worthy of mimicking. Others condemn them as illegal and prohibited. But can't both be equally applicative? To be good humans, we're sometimes called upon to be bad citizens. Some nations were even born by breaking laws of the tyrannous. Do you support heroes from days of yore, who in order to cause reforms disobey the law? Then what about those in the present, who heed the same call? This is Robert Foster for Rap News. Good day to you all. I like the Jamaican Edward Snowden. We have a few great reggae shows on KKSM, so I'm sure a lot of people understood the dialect.
And I think he, he's totally right. You know, ignorance is a choice. And if you don't care what I have to say, well, man, a bunch of Muslim children in, in third world countries that are getting drone bombs dropped on them on a daily basis are sure thanking you for your ignorance. And they're probably thanking the American electorate for playing along with a two-party charade and choosing one of the two presidents who's going to promise to be harsher on the war on terror, who's promising to kill more Muslim children. It was, it was either more Muslim children candidate killing candidate A or more Muslim killing candidate B. It was the same, and that's that's the charade that Americans took part in. I'm sure everybody who's been uh, bombed since the inauguration is real proud that we played politics with their lives. And we don't give a damn. And now we're, but we only care when we're getting spied on. We're such arrogant uh, people with this nationalism, and I think nationalism is the new racism. There ain't no traffic uh, problems as far as the North County San Diego area is concerned, where you can pick up KKSM, and it is still 70 degrees out here in San Marcos, broadcasting live from KKSM for KKSM and LRN.FM. That has been your news. Be right back after these word from the sponsors. You're listening to KKSM Oceanside. Free Talk Live, the show where anyone can call about whatever they want. And we do mean anyone. The first point is it's legal and that's important. Now, my question to you would be they gassed Jews legally in Germany. Was that a good law? Well, I don't know. I don't live in Germany. Come on. You don't know? You don't Fuck? know whether it was a good idea to gas Jews? You don't know whether it was a good idea to incarcerate Japanese Americans during well, what, World War II? What does that have to do with them crossing the borders of the United States I'm asking, it was legal. I'm making America. a point and I'm drawing a parallel, and it's a clear parallel, and you're dodging it. Do good people disobey bad laws, Buck? No. Good people do not disobey Criminals. bad laws? Criminals dodge the law. B- Buck, oh, wait a second. What if they outlawed guns in your state? Would you turn yours in, Buck? Oh, absolutely, in a minute. You would? Well, I'm (laughs) sorry. You're a fascist. Bye. Free Talk Live, seven nights a week from 7 to 10 Eastern, live on the Liberty Radio Network at lrn.fm. KKSM. Cool people listen on AM 1320. Party people listen on Cox Cable 957. And traveling people listen on palomarcollegeradio.com or download the Ustream app for their smartphones. KKSM, the radio revolution. I've been told no in many different ways. I give you an order and you're going to obey it. Which one you can go this way? You can do that and you have to leave here. You cannot bring Simon to the rally. Walk with me. Well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm comfortable here, actually. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Who do you think you are? Excuse me. There is no video or audio allowed in this. No, I have work today. This is you ain't gonna make. Wait, wait, wait. Now, wait a minute. Whoa! Hey! Oh my God! Unbelievable! Because you're scared of property. What am I being detained for? You're being served. What is this? What is this? Bureaucrats have a funny way of telling people no. That's the sound of the wind. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. You can order your copy of the Director's Cut DVD now at victimlesscrimespree.com. 
You're listening to KKSM AM 1320 Oceanside. Lasers, unicorn guitar solos, KKSM. Those are all very epic things. <laughs> Welcome back to Free Thought Radio. I'm your host, Alex Fiddle, here Monday, 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on KKSM, the Radio Revolution, as well as podcasting on LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network. And uh, talked, uh, had the uh, rap news talking about Snowden who apparently was a Jamaican, <laughs> Sean Paul style. But Sean Paul, Sean Paul, he's lame. But if Edward Snowden in in the rap world is a Jamaican Sean Paul style, I'll give him that, even though Sean Paul's kind of lame. But um, yeah, some some bad words in there, so I hit, had to hit the red button. So I'm sorry if it's, it was a little choppy in there. I missed Mark Zuckerberg saying how much he hates you guys, wants to spy on you, doesn't give a crap. Here's his, you know, his dislike button. <laughs> but I, I thought it was a little peculiar that President Obama said that he could have been uh, Trayvon Martin 35 years ago. What does that make Abdul Rahman Alawaki, the 16-year-old son of Anwar Alawaki? That was all, mur- both of them were murdered by a drone strike within weeks of each other. Could it, could Obama have been Abdul Rahman Alawaki 35 years ago? If if the country of the United States deemed him a terrorist, or no, deemed his father a terrorist, and then just killed him for the sake of it, and said, you know, his father should have been more responsible, because that's what they said about Abdul Rahman, murdered sixteen year old, and you know, I I totally think that Zimmerman profiled Trayvon Martin, who lived in the neighborhood, uh, you know, this whole I I support you know the the notion of a neighborhood watch, a you know mutual. Uh, aid and, and defense of people that know each other, um, but there there's a there's a fine line between that and uh, you know what they have now, which is kind of like the the signs. You know, the, the all the neighborhood watch signs are the same with the scary silhouette guy. You know, I really do think that their government fuel rather than mutually amongst neighbors. Uh, you know, they they designate people who may buy into this homeland security rhetoric. If you, if you see something, say something. Everybody's suspicious. You got to be really scared. And, you know, so he, he saw Trayvon probably, you know, th- thought he was up to no good, even though he wasn't. So, But he was also attacked. Um, and that was the mistake uh, that should have, shouldn't have, I, I, I do not, I, I do agree that the whole system's racist. What about all the, all the cops that uh, go after African-American people and, and, ki- and kill them or, put, you know, the, the drug war and everything like that? We don't hear that. We don't hear Obama saying, you know, what about me 35 years ago when I was smoking cannabis? What if I were subjected to the very laws I'm continuing to enforce to this day? Nothing about that or Abdul Rahman al-Awlaki or all the uh, Muslim children that are being killed under his name. Uh, so I do think that there, there is a bit of a distraction uh, going on here um, from the mainstream media to distract you from the Bradley Manning case, the fact that he's going away for life, and uh, the, Sarnov tr- the Sarnov trial... And and the the you know the Sarnayev trial they're they're going to put him away for life but you know there's they're they're not they're burying this so that that we don't ever really find out the real truth not I'm not trying to say that there's any conspiracies out there or like you know trying to not to go into that theory realm but you know the 9/11 Commission report was pretty damn lackluster it dealt with the Building Seven by just not including it at all so I would at least not like some full disclosure on this. Uh, because there were a lot of other pictures with other people wearing backpacks. 
And these were the only two that were put on the mainstream media. And they were saying that these are the only ones that the that the FBI is going to look after. And, and all the weird things that happen, not, not necessarily any kind of theories, but the fact that the media in a quest to cover this 24-7 just put out a bunch of bogus stuff for the sake of putting it out. You know, report first, ask questions later. And um, I think that's what's, hap- that's what's happening. But, but by... F- you know, I do think that it's a, it's a tragic uh, case with the Trayvon thing. I, I dealt with my little, like, nitpicky things about this case last week that, you know, yeah, he was being attacked and he could he should have defended himself, but the trigger should have been the last option. If you have a gun, you know, he obviously won the gun-grabbing battle. You don't have to shoot right away. You have Now you've taken the power away. You, now you can sort of try to, you know, calm the situation and, and say, like, and, and but that didn't happen, but... And ACLU is saying that you know the the juries have spoken, and we we should leave it alone. I I I do think that Martin was profiled, but he also because because Zimmerman was such you know a creepo of a of a neighborhood watch guy, he followed him around. Martin then came and uh, you know he shouldn't you know that was the worst mistake to attack him. I think because that was that was where the self defense lies. But profiling, yeah, I. I uh, and you know what? There are kangaroo courts out there, and you know I do think that the whole system is racist. But I, I but Martin or no Zimmerman is Afro-Peruvian roots, so not exactly. You know, I don't think the race thing. Uh, I think there's bigger racism within the police department and the war on drugs, and and with our nationalism and and foreign policy. You know, we don't care about Muslim children being murdered in other countries or being disfigured by drones. That's out of sight, out of mind for everybody. But here's a great. Uh, YouTube video by a video blogger named Storm Clouds Gathering. Subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, also, they got a really great video called The Road to World War III, and World War III has already begun. That what you really need to know about our foreign policy and where it's going. But here's one called The Blunt Truth About the Trayvon Martin Case, and you know what? It has nothing to do... You know, the May they should be paying attention to this case because it is tragic, but 24-7, I think they're trying to bury some other things like Bradley Manning that they wouldn't pay attention to anyways, but... It's just a further distraction. You know, if people could protest, fill the Bay Bridge over Trayvon Martin, you know what? There should be tenfold that for Abdul Rahman Al-Awlaki. How nationalists are we? Nationalism is the new racism. Here, here's from Storm Clouds Gathering, the blunt truth about the Trayvon Martin case. America's attention has been fixated on the Trayvon Martin case with constant coverage and commentary. There have been racial overtones layered onto the debate. Accus- Excuse him for the, uh, the mispronunciation Trayvon uh, mistake. <laughs> of Old South-style justice, threats to riot, public moments of silence, and intense bickering on the popular social media sites. Why is this? Let's put the particulars of the case aside for a second, take a step back, and put this in perspective. First of all, when a young person dies a violent death, it's a tragedy, no matter how you cut it. Regardless of who is at fault or how checkered a life that person lived, the pain is still the same for the friends and family of the deceased. Unfortunately, in the United States, we have a justice and media system which takes what would have been a family tragedy and turns it into a circus. And they parade that circus in front of the entire world as if it were of utmost importance to your future and the future of your country. And most of the public eats it up. Yes, let's focus all of our attention on one highly questionable and contentious altercation where one person ended up dead in the hands of a civilian. And let's ignore the scores of other cases of blatant police brutality and outright murder that we've seen just this past year. How about the Dorner case, where the LAPD finally admitted that they set fire to the house he was in intentionally, burning the man alive. Of course, they denied it at first, but they were caught in audio recordings, and they were forced to change their story. The officers responsible didn't get charged, 
There was no trial. The media didn't focus your attention there. Why not? Why didn't they turn the Dorner case into a circus? Why didn't they hound the officers responsible and dig into the particulars of that case? Why didn't the media make it into a scandal when during the Dorner manhunt, the LAPD opened fire without warning on a pickup truck, hitting 71-year-old Emma Hernandez in the back and injuring 47-year-old Maggie Carranza with flying glass? Why didn't the mainstream media so much as bat an eye when the FBI brutally murdered a friend of the Snarnoff brothers, Ibrahim Tadoshev, who was unarmed at the time, shooting him six times in the body and once to the top of the head? I'll tell you why. Because these cases would unite the people against the corrupt police state that's being set up right now, while the Travion Martin case divides people. And that's what they want. They want you divided. That's what this comes down to, folks. Like it or not, the media is playing you like a fiddle, stirring up your emotions, turning you against each other, and distracting you from what's really going on. Pay no attention to the thousands of innocent civilians being brutally murdered by the U.S. government using your tax dollars. Pay no attention to the countless drone strikes, raids, and so-called precision bombings wreaking death and destruction all over the Middle East and Africa right now. Pay no attention to the fact that your government has set up a police state surveillance system to gather and store each and every one of your communications, a system that would have made the East German secret police green with envy. Pay no attention to the fact that the U.S. is now openly arming violent extremists in Syria in their continued effort to topple the Syrian government and to draw Iran into a war. Extremists who have already demonstrated their willingness to engage in human rights violations and extreme brutality. Pay no attention to the fact that your government sent thousands of guns to Mexican drug cartels in Operation Fast and Furious. Guns that have resulted in hundreds of deaths on both sides of the border. Oh, and especially pay no attention to the fact that those who plan the operation are still in office. Never mind all that. Put all that meaningless trivia aside and let's focus on whether George Zimmerman should have gotten out of the car. And whether his actions were racially motivated. And whether Travion was a troublemaker or not. Yeah, that's what's important. That's what the mainstream media has decided is important. And it's not like you're allowed to think for yourself and question where your attention is being driven. It's not like you could turn off your TV and take a look at the world without your habitual Jerry Springer beer goggles. No, that would be taking it too far. Seriously, America, wake up. There's far too much at stake for you to keep falling for this crap over and over and over again. If you'd like more videos like this, subscribe to Storm Clouds Gathering on YouTube. Do so, and you know, the Bradley Manning thing, that Bradley Manning is going to go away for life. And I will talk about it more, but... I think it, you know, it's a it's a wake up time for America. I think you know we played politics with people's lives in the Middle East. The choices between president we had were people that were going to continue to kill children in the Middle East. That was our choice, and we played politics with other people's lives because you know Gary Johnson and Jill Stein or Ron Paul, you know they can't win. You know I'm okay with people that don't vote because they're fed up with the system. That's I'm sympathetic towards, but people who play this two two party trade, I. I don't have any uh, anything against people. I do it. A lot of people did with clothespins on, and thankfully uh, they were able to he at least hear about Gary Johnson or Jill Stein or Ron Paul, and and know at least know start to be awakened to the fact that the system's messed up. But the problem is the mainstream media and how they keep everything out of your. In so nobody even knew who Gary Johnson was. Nobody knows about these issues. Everything's just flat and superficial. Everything's what the mainstream media wants to tell you. You know, everything's generic, like just statements. You know, like, oh, Republicans are for more regulation and, and Democrats are, or no, Republicans are for less and re Democrats are for more and independents are just confused and they think, you know, it's in between when, when that's it, neither of them, not, none of the three, you know, there are, in, what about independents that are not confused, that are principled, you know, or that Republicans, George Bush left office with more regulators than when he entered and that re regulations are just what corporatism thrives off of, that 
Rather than compete in the marketplace, they use the military, they use a police force to protect and serve the banks and the corporations, not the people. The best way to get ahead in the marketplace without actually trying is to use a gun. And the, you, there's no better way to do that with impunity than to put a badge on somebody wielding that gun. So this is opiate of the masters, you know, opiate, op, opium, you know, sleeping by the band Heathen. And we'll come back with some more news. Here on KKSM AM 1320, the Radio Revolution and LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network.
It's outrageous, Phil. AM 1320. The Radio Revolution. Are you tired of governments murdering people around the world? Stop using their money. There is an alternative. Bitcoin is a stateless, free market, non-political currency. Bitcoin cannot be inflated or controlled by any government. By using their money, you are helping the state. You have an incredible alternative available now. Learn it, use it, spread it. Get started with Bitcoin at WeUseCoins.com. That's WeUseCoins. The federal government would like to remind you that while some will tell you to think for yourself, this is not necessary as we have taken care of this for you. Simply pledge allegiance to those who keep you safe and avoid dangerous behavior, worst of which, questioning authority. How long do you want to live in blissful ignorance while each day the state assumes more power over you and your stuff? Do you remember signing off on that? Or do you accept it because it is what it is? I'm sure it feels real nice to tune out, hang out at the mall with your BFFs, and if you have a problem, just vote for the other power-hungry political party for your solutions. I don't have the luxury because one day I found something out. I own myself. And you know what useful thing is in there? My brain! The state can keep trying to tell you what to do from the barrel of a gun, but it's up to you to decide who controls your thoughts. Free your mind from the status quo. It's the first step towards reclaiming your liberty. Ah, uh, well, you got us there. Listen to Cody O'Connor's Off the Air Live every Thursday and Saturday night at 10 Eastern. It's dangerous, hilarious, and live on LRN. Hey, hey, Am I driving okay? I think we're fired. Yeah. On your radio at AM 1320. On your TV at Cox Cable 957 and online at PalomarCollegeRadio.com. KASM, the radio revolution. Welcome back to Freethought Radio, freethoughtmedia.org, and it is time for the news. So let's see. <laughs> Talked about Snowden, uh, how he is trying to get asylum, and you know, how Obama said, We're not going to scramble jets to find a 29 year old hacker. Well, they have been scrambling jets of Bolivian presidents, and now they're threatening to scramble the jets of 
if he crosses in NATO or U.S. airspace to get to Venezuela or Bolivia or Nicaragua. And uh, I hope they stay away. You know, tyrants back off, eh? And, and hey, stop, focus on the issue, not the person. Stop the spying. Also talked about the, um, escalating the Syrian war. I- Israel struck Syria again for the third time after Syria warned that they would consider that an act of war and respond with aggression, you know. And Israel claims that everybody's an existential threat. Um, I think this, their actions are busting down all the myths that the, the APAC scaremongers are perpetuating about Israel. Um, that they are aggressing towards people, uh, not defending themselves. You know, everybody has a right to defend themselves. Surely if there's an actual threat against Israel and not blowback from previous aggression by Israel, yes. But, you know, also Palestine has a right to defend themselves. People who are getting their homes bulldozed have a right to defend themselves. Syria has a right to defend themselves against aggression as well, against the aggression that the U.S. is putting on there by funding al-Qaeda-linked rebels that use chemical weapons. And Turkey facilitated Israel's strikes. Also talked about Michael Hastings and how he was cremated without his family's consent. Uh, additionally, Colorado may issue hunting license for shooting drones. And that is in Deer Trail, Colorado. It declares it's wabbit hunting season. For drones, that is. <laughs> um, yeah, I wonder, I wonder how those taste on the platter. <laughs> Put put the, put the head of a drone in your fireplace in your mantle. Um, in state news, I, uh, it was, this was on the Cop Block Police Accountability Report, copblock.org. Uh, the San Mar- locally here in San Marcos, where KKSM broadcasts out of, San Marcos PD knocks teeth out of innocent person in traffic stop. Corporal James Angelo Palermo, age 40, conducted a traffic stop on May 29th uh, near 126 South Guadalupe Street. According to the arrest affidavit, Palermo stopped a Toyota Prius shortly after 1 a.m. for driving the wrong way on a one-way street and began questioning the driver. Now, a pedestrian walking by was called over by Palermo and asked why she was walking by his traffic stop. He then asked for the woman's identification. When the woman insisted she had done nothing wrong, Palermo slammed her against the Prius. Then onto the concrete driveway near his patrol car, Palermo arrested the woman for obstruction. After his supervisors reviewed his report and talked to the pedestrian, she was released. Well, I don't know, maybe she was uh, having a hard time being understood because upon further investigation, supervisors found the woman had lost two teeth and suffered a concussion during the illegal arrest. Palermo was arrested for aggravated assault by a public servant. The woman is currently being treated for her injuries and could require further surgery, according to the affidavit. Badges do not grant extra rights. Extra rights. (laughs) In other state news, Encinitas City Council eventually strikes down the bar moratorium. Goodness, it was going to be another, like a 10 p.m. curfew. It was so arbitrary and just, you know, social engineering. You cannot legislate morality. Stop with the victimless crime laws. You'll save police resources to actually go after the real crimes. Eureka! In national news, a federal judge is troubled by the DOJ throwing out the court case on drones. A federal judge says she was, quote, really troubled, end quote, by the Obama administration's, quote, disconcerting, end quote, position that drone strike decisions are outside the court's competence. The remarks by U.S. District Court Judge Rosemary M. Collier were made on Friday during a court hearing concerning the 2011 drone strikes which killed three 
U.S. citizens in Yemen. The relatives of the dead filed a lawsuit charging that the attacks violated the U.S. citizens' constitutional rights to due process and to be free from groundless detention. The government, in its turn, filed a motion for the case to be dismissed. The Obama administration has offered up no other explanation for the murder of 16-year-old Abdul Rahman al-Awlaki and his teenage cousins by drone strike in Yemen other than, quote, he should have had a more responsible father, end quote, or that he may have been meeting with some terrorist leader and that one that they were saying he may have met of turned out to be alive after the strike. So lie after lie, they justify the murder of innocent people, which is the biggest driver of resentment against the U.S. in the Middle East. The position of the White House, voiced by Brian Houck, a deputy assistant attorney general of the Justice Department Civil Division, is that courts, quote, aren't in a position to second-guess, end quote, end quote, don't have the apparatus to analyze, end quote, government's decisions concerning drone attacks. And I'll talk about what they're using the same argument for the NSA that, you know, that they're not even going to let the courts decide it. That, that's just how kangaroo courts, our, our justice system has become that they're not going to talk about killing innocent people. They're not going to talk about the NSA spying. According to them, it's so legal, so legal, in fact, so squeaky clean. In fact, it doesn't even need to be reviewed by a court. If it's so squeaky clean, let it go through court. You'll win. Telecom CEO says Bush and Cheney began illegal NSA spying before 9-11. Contradicting a statement by ex-Vice President Dick Cheney on Sunday that warrantless domestic surveillance might have prevented 9-11. 2007 court records indicate that Bush and Cheney administration began such surveillance at least seven months prior to 9-11. The Bush administration bypassed the law requiring such actions to be authorized by the FISA court warrants. The body set up in the 70s to oversee the executive branch spying power after abuses by Richard Nixon. Former QS CEO John Nachios said that at a meeting with the NSA on February 27, 2001, he and other Q West officials declined turn the page here, to participate. So in February, before September 11th, they were trying to do this stuff and Q West declined. ATT, Verizon, and BellSouth all agreed to shunt customer communication records to an NSA database before 9-11. Now the TSA is searching cars at airports, so travelers beware. The TSA will now be fondling truck nuts. <laughs> the TSA is carrying out searches of vehicles at long-term parking lots near airports. Lori Ayakuza, who left her car in a long-term parking lot near the Greater Rochester International Airport, was stunned when she found a notice that her car had been inspected by the TSA after she had left on her flight. Monsanto's unapproved wheat was stored by the U.S. government. The rogue wheat strain that ended up growing in the wild in Oregon was stored by the United States government up until 2011, so they claim. The confirmation that the controversial strain of wheat was stored at the National Center for Genetic Resources Preservation in Fort Collins, Colorado, comes as U.S. Department of Agriculture investigates how the unapproved wheat ended up in an Oregon field this spring in the first place. Activist Adam Kokesh, still in jail despite promising to be released earlier this week. His arrest had cost taxpayers $2 million. 
the abomination that is the Department of Homeland Security took part in a big militarized police show that stormed the house of activist and radio host Adam Kokesh, uh, which cost the taxpayers $2 million. They exploded some flash grenades, which injured Kokesh, and they all pointed their gun lasers at his chest, even as he raised his arm in surrender. Hmm, they could have killed him in cold blood without due process, and that's the fascism that we live in today. But don't worry, this $2 million is not Adam Kokesh's fault. It's the government's fault for being so tyrannical for pursuing a nonviolent person for a nonviolent video. They are trying to charge him with the federal crime of armed sedition. What lunacy. Sedition laws are tyrannical, despite what conventional wisdom has to say when schools teach kids that Woodrow Wilson was a good president because he was a Democrat, yet he prosecuted anti-war dissenters and he created the Federal Reserve, a private banking cabal that was drafted by the biggest robber barons on Wall Street at the time. Sedition laws are never justified, even if they are practiced by Democratic presidents. Obama introduces international trade agreement at G8 similar to TPP. So similar to the Corporate Protectionist Trade Treaty, Trans-Pacific Partnership, which comes along with internet regulations, Obama introduced the Trans-Atlantic Partnership, proving that Obama is just as corporatist and pro-Wall Street as the Republicans. This bill is anything but free trade. It creates a rigged game that benefits only established multinational corporations and severely restricts the consumer and small business owners. You know, the best way for these guys to get ahead is to use guns. What better way to use guns without impunity than to put a badge on? And maybe that badge happens to be the UN and some global force rather than the United States. Hence that the TPP and TAP are, are global trade treaties. We don't need those. You know, we should abolish TPP, TAP, NAFTA, you know, get all these guys crummy hands out of uh, our trade business, you know, to corporate advantage. The Manning, Bradley Manning trial continues. They're trying to put PFC Manning in prison for life without parole for aiding the enemy, they say, because terrorists can access the internet and view the leaks. I mean, for the same reason they won't give us the footage of the plane crashing in the Pentagon. Oh, it's against national security. Well, then take, all, take away all the videos of the planes crashing into the World Trade Center buildings, if that's so much against national security. I mean, it already happened. Uh, why not? Uh, Bradley Manning only leaked things that already happened, not like, you know, what the troops are going to do tomorrow so that people in Al-Qaeda can know where to hit them at. You know, just war crimes. Why isn't the CIA being prosecuted for for creating Al-Qaeda, for aiding the enemy, uh, an aiding the enemy charge? Why isn't the Obama administration being prosecuted for aiding the enemy when they brought in Al-Qaeda from Afghanistan to take down Gaddafi in Libya? when they are supporting both the Free Syrian Army and Al-Nusra Front in Syria, both containing many Al-Qaeda fighters. They're not going to get aiding the enemy charges, but Manning, who exposed war crimes, is at the helm of the very criminal government who committed those acts of atrocity that needed to be duly exposed to the world in the first place. You know, it is the government that should be prosecuted, not Manning. There is no crime in what he did. He didn't leak U.S. strategies or anyone's names or gave away tactical info to make the troops less safe. The only people who were made less safe are the politicians, you know, the mass murderers that call themselves politicians and military generals. And military generals are politicians anyways. As well as the upper echelons of the, you know, the military, intelligence, the political class, the president, Congress, and every war hawk who has the blood of the innocent on their hands. 
including those Reuters journalists from the videos that Bradley Manning exposed. If you, if you care about freedom, I think you should fi- try to keep Bradley Manning free. Drop this aiding the enemy charge. Uh, you know, if pe- people should be filling the Bay Bridge for Bradley Manning. You know, there are plenty I- I- Iraq innocent or Iraqi people that have been killed that in not in defense. You know, why is it only that Americans, if when Americans die, that we care about them? Why not any person that is an innocent death, especially when it's in a war, in a war crime? Here, here's an interesting article. A fire was reported at J.P. Morgan's gold vault. Now, Zero Hedge reported on a tweet from NYFD on a fire that occurred at a vault, which whose address is claimed as a gold vault for J.P. Morgan. Now, not that's not the actual vault, but a diversion address for the actual vault. So there is no gold there. It's, it's uh, but the fire was reported at that address, which is the decoy address. With Federal Reserve bigwigs like the J.P. Morgan conglomerate, that whole banking cartel has been diverting gold that was duly owned by the people as well as other countries and replacing them with IOUs. A Fed testimony in front of Congressman Ron Paul revealed that the Federal Reserve has not owned gold in a long time. The old bait and switch. This, as Chairman Bernanke delivers one of his last State of the Unions, has said that we, we print money as the Fed, just not literally admitting that they simply add zeros electronically to banks' ledger sheets. What a scam. And it affects the earnings of every single American and everyone dealing with the dollar, including the wars, used to perpetuate its dominance. The Federal Reserve creates artificial economic bubbles in their industry of choice at the time, this time being housing and all the overinvestment and malinvestment busts when people realize the false signals money printing sent was all hot air. Yet the Fed continues to blow up the asset bubble of housing. And now there's a dollar bubble that because, you know, we're 100 years out of the Fed and, and we've lost 100% of the dollar's value. It's going to collapse at some time. It's no surprise that the artificial revival of housing never ends up working. If all we have is a consumption economy and no production, we're doomed. We need to grow food, not lawns, not HOA. Home sales have dropped in the recent weeks. No surprising. It's a bubble. It's artificial. It's not sustainable. And, you know, hey, you know, fire at some gold vault. Maybe, you know, I don't want to theorize here, but, you know, if they, they're already diverting gold, you know, they don't need a fire excuse to try to commit some fraud here. The whole Federal Reserve system is a fraud, but, you know, just the uh, little things here and there, it's just, it's just weird about how these banker uh, financial terrorists work. The NSA phone snooping cannot be challenged in court, feds say. So this is just like the drone thing. What they're doing, so they're saying what they're doing is so legal that it cannot be legally challenged. The Obama administration, for the first time, responded to a Spygate lawsuit telling a federal judge the wholesale vacuum, vacuuming up of all phone call metadata in the United States is in the public interest. And so it does not breach the constitutional rights of Americans and cannot be challenged in the court of law. That ain't justice, you know. <laughs> where, where are people marching in the streets over this? <laughs> and hey, it's going to be clearly racist to target people of the Islamic faith. MIT is preventing the secret service files of the late Aaron Swartz from being released. Quote from writer at Wired, Kevin Polson, quote, 
Lawyers representing MIT are filing a motion to intervene in my FOIA lawsuit over thousands of pages of Secret Service documents about the late activist and coder Aaron Swartz. Uh, Kevin Polson says, quote, I am the plaintiff in this lawsuit. In February, the Secret Service denied in, my, in full my request for any files it held on Swartz, citing a FOIA exemption that covers sensitive law enforcement records that are part of an ongoing proceeding. Interesting. That means they, they are still investigating Aaron Swartz after his death. Polson continues, quote, other requesters reported receiving the same response. Two weeks ago, U.S. District Judge Colleen Collar-Cotoli ordered the government to promptly begin releasing Swartz's records. The government told my lawyer that it would release the first batch tomorrow, but minutes ago, Collar-Cotoli suspended that order at MIT's urging to give the university time to make an argument against the release of some of the material. End quote. Hey, boycott MIT. Something. These guys, oh, I don't like them. Carmen Ortiz, the same prosecutor that went after Aaron and prosecuted him to death, is now trying to put Bradley Manning away for life. I hope she gets fired and maybe the mainstream media can uh, do a 180 and shame her. <laughs> you know, uh, she, government people have way, way, way too much uh, credibility. Quote, terrorists are really people that reject the international system, end quote. That's a quote from Henry Kissinger famous war criminal and advocate of global governance and stripping sovereignty away from the individual, stripping sovereignty away from the local level, and stripping sovereignty away from sovereign nations. No wonder we invade countries that try to dump the dollar. You know, the international dollar system, the world's reserve currency, Iraq, Libya, Sudan, Iran, Syria, Venezuela, and more. No wonder that people who oppose the Federal Reserve in a more peaceful manner, you know, not like these governments, you know, activists, you know, who do it in a more peaceful manner of education, agorism, and activism are considered enemy of the state if you oppose the dollar. Bernard von Nothaus. So make sure you don't tell anybody from the government that you use silver or Bitcoin or that you're opposing the international banking system. Uh, and, and if you say that, then you're a terrorist because of it. it. Makes sense that the EU would place Hezbollah on their list of terrorist groups. Their military wing is often blamed for attacks, many of which are, are proven false blame. As much as I don't really hold some of these groups like Hezbollah to high esteem as a voluntarist and pacifist and anti-statist, I have found that I uh, a lot to agree with Hassan Nasrallah on, especially the tyranny of the majority thing and also standing up to U.S.'s imperialism. Now, they oppose Zionism, not Judaism, and they say that they want to see peace and stability in that region, that Muslims and Jews can live together in peace. And that stability and peace is being undermined by the U.S. and Israel on purpose to destabilize that region so that they are easier to control. And so that the international system has an easier time maintaining its dominance. So if anyone that opposes this direction towards world order is a terrorist, then anyone who is not in the trillionaire bankers club or a big time military general or in the military industrial complex is a terrorist. So that makes everybody a terrorist, even if they don't know it yet. Yeah, and they will consider everyone a, a terrorist eventually. Judge rules cops who shot and killed unarmed teen used excessive force. A Texas officer with a history of ignoring orders chased down a 14-year-old unarmed teen, Derek Lopez, who fled the scene of a school fist fight, shot and killed the teen in 2010. 
Where are the people flooding the streets over that? Police don't get where. Where's the police going on trial like Zimmerman did? They oh, they they get they get they get they get paid vacation time to think about what they've done. Obama force feeds Guantanamo prisoners during Ramadan, yet he tweets a happy Ramadan to the world. More proof that politicians ain't nothing but sickos. Leaked report has high civilian casualties and drone strikes. So Americans, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have any hate for anybody that voted for two, the two parties. Um, you know, I think it's a lot to do with misinformation or no information at all. You know, thanks to the mainstream media not even mentioning Gary Johnson's name once. It's also the the wasted vote syndrome. But you know, when it comes down to it, you know, not to hate or anything, but Americans play politics with the lives of innocent people, including children, when they went along with the two-party charade and voted for President Obama. Both Obama and Romney promised to continue the drone programs in the failed war on terror, thus both fighting to be more hawkish on who's going to continue to kill more innocent people than the other candidate. For shame on those that say Obama had to maintain this foreign policy during his first term to get reelected to pass health care. Killing children does not justify political games, and Obamacare is just like Romneycare, and the evil pharmaceutical industry loves it. So we got nothing for the death of innocence, including, which is recently released by the Huffington Post, 94 killed in Pakistan are reportedly children. Obama issues an executive order mandating HIV testing. Not sure how it will be implemented. No one has the resources to do this on a massive scale, so it may be used arbitrarily. And hey, the government is probably already trying to build a DNA database anyway. And finally, in national news, man with a Down syndrome killed by the police. Robert Ethan Saylor would not leave a showing of Zero Dark Thirty due to his problems with Down syndrome when the theater told him he needs to pay for a ticket to see a repeat showing. Now, he couldn't leave because he didn't have the money and, you know, he was just, you know, having problems, you know. But they called the police and they came to take him out of the theater, threatening to jail him. Uh, when his caretaker said that he could freak out if they came close to him or touch him. There, then there were f- uh, four cops holding him, trying to put handcuffs on him and dragging him away. And his mom was actually not too far from the theater. While they were dragging him away, his last words were, Mommy, it hurt. The doctors at the coroner's ruled it was homicide by asphyxiation despite the court letting the police officers off scot-free. In international news, Israel's Prower Plan continues illegal settlements and ethnic cleansing. The Prower Plan, set to expel many Bedouins from their ancestral homelands in the Nakab Desert, southern Palestine, is part of Israel's bigger push to eventually cleanse all of the Palestinians from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. They're continuing to steal land by military force and jailing anyone who resists. Netanyahu is, is refusing to negotiations that Israel must be based on their 1967 borders. He is saying that it, it is the Palestinians that must make concessions as he steals their land by force and fuels never-ending war in the region. Why do they even need to negotiate? I mean, Israel will just take what they want anyway with impunity. And now Secretary of State John Kerry attempts to broker peace talks, but the U.S. should get out of it completely, not have a say in it anyways. As much as I support Palestine, 
you know, as a, as a libertarian and voluntarist, I don't support a state solution. So abolish the Israeli state and then let the people of Palestine, Jews, uh, Muslims, Arabs, you know, secular Christians, whatever, all live freely amongst themselves with equal rights, individual rights, all being respected. Nobody using force to steal other people's lands, but also a peaceful, peaceful right of return for Palestinians. But I'm not going to, if they decide on a state solution, I'm not, I don't want to have any say on that. Certainly, I don't want to have the government to have any say on it. But, uh, you know, that's what all these are doing. In other international news, depleted uranium shells in Iraq wars have breeded consequences. Al Jazeera reporter Dar Jamal discusses how the U.S. invasion of Iraq has left behind a legacy of cancer and birth defects suspected of being caused by the U.S. military's extensive use of depleted uranium and white phosphorus. Noting the birth defects in the Iraqi city of Fallujah, Jamal says, quote, They're extremely hard to bear witness to, but it is something that we all need to pay attention to. What this has generated is, from 2004 up to this day, we are seeing a rate of congenital malformations in the city of Fallujah that has surpassed even that in the wake of Japanese cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki that nuclear bombs were dropped on at the end of World War II. In other international news, German intelligence cooperated with the NSA despite Merkel's denial. Chancellor Angela Merkel denied any previous knowledge of the NSA's tactics in spying on the Germans, and then also spying on the German government, while the German government participated in the spying. Additionally, in national, international news, ex-MI6 threatens to reveal UK's blunders in Iraq. The former head of MI6, Sir Richard Dearlove, said he is going to reveal new details behind the dodgy dozier if he disagrees with the findings of the Shilcott inquiry into the UK's role in the Iraq war. Additionally, number of irradiated Fukushima workers underestimated by 11 times some 10% of the emergency personnel involved in liquidating the meltdown at Fukushima, Daiichi nuclear power plant 2011 are at risk of thyroid cancer, TEPCO revealed after being forced to reevaluate the results of staff medical examinations. Now, the Russian Orthodox Church says apocalypse will come if same-sex marriage is passed. Hmm. I think it is more like militaristic religion centered around the United States Empire, like Israel and Saudi Arabia and the Vatican. Those are the ones leading us to the apocalypse of more wars. Any uh, weather or sorry, traffic problems are none here in the North County San Diego area where you can pick up AM thirteen twenty in your car. It is currently sixty nine degrees outside in San Marcos. That has been your news. And next week on the show, I have Davi Barker of Muslims for Liberty as well as. Brad Burge of the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies is going to talk about LSD and all uh, psychedelic drugs because I'm big on ending the entire war on drugs. So be sure to tune in next week. I got a great calendar coming up for uh, for August. But uh, the website's freethoughtmedia.org. This last song I want to play for the night since uh, uh, you know GMOs are certainly not in the news. I want to play a song called Biotech is Godzilla by Sepultura, here on KKSM, AM 1320, The Radio Revolution, and LRN.FM, The Liberty Radio Network. Tune in next week with Muslims for Liberty and plenty to talk about LSD. Radio, 
You're listening to KKSM AM 1320 Oceanside.